right, it is time to begin. It's time to tell the story. Time to tell the story. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is us at Gen Con. Welcome, Pathfall! Yeah! Oh, hello. Hello, Welcome everyone. to the best four days in gaming. With us! Yes. I mean, Come now over. that we're here. Yeah. Uh, it is now. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not that arrogant. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are going to be uh, starting our live play in a second. I'm going to go over a handful of things. First of all, Character sheets are going to be found at the link that I just put in the chat. So if you want to look at our character sheets while we play, they're there. Uh, except for Grimm's because uh, things got busy. But you can see us first. I write things on paper. Yeah. I write things on paper too, paper but it's stuff. still digital. I write sins, not tragedies. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> So uh, additionally, we're going to be doing this live show here. We're not going to be as interactive with the chat because the goal is uh, not only to put this on YouTube when we're done with it here on Twitch, but also to take the audio and put it into our RSS feed uh, at the end of Tales from Darkmoon Vale. So obviously it would be a very strange listening experience to have us stop and talk to the chat in the middle of a mm -hmm. game. So if there's time at the end, we'll definitely chat, uh, hang out and that sort of thing. Uh, that think, being said, please yeah. comment amongst yourselves. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. happy to, to see feedback. And I am looking at the chat, so I might take a suggestion if you have one. I will take yeah, the liberty of assuming that you laugh at every joke uproariously, <laughs> as if a laugh track from the, you know, 50 sitcoms is playing. Yep. Uh, the last thing is, uh, this is, of course, a Gen Con event, so make sure that you turn your ticket in to Gen Con. Um, mm -hmm through their online ticketing uh, service. Uh, so essentially go to the website, click on the event, click turn in the ticket. Um, not that it costs anything, this should be free, but uh, it's good for accounting purposes, I suppose, for Gen Con. Yeah, it sure. helps them keep track of stats, which is always nice. Yes, uh, so I think with that said, character sheets in the chat, we're all here. Uh, that's Ross. Are, are, are we all here? Shh, Heather. We're all here. Shh. <laughs> At least in spirit. Yes. Yeah, true. So yes, welcome. Uh, my name is Ross Scoggin. I am the, well, for today, I am the host and game master here at Find the Path Ventures, though that duty is split between uh, Rick and myself uh, so far on multiple different streams. Um, so welcome to our Tales from Darkmoon Vale live show. In case you have not been able to catch any of that before, our Tales from Darkmoon Vale covers the Darkmoon Vale uh, section of Andorin, um, and specifically the town of Falcon's Hollow. So welcome to Falcon's Hollow, everybody. So yeah, uh, currently the adventurers have recently gotten done with a um, venture, as it were, um, the events effectively of Hollow's Last Hope, if you're familiar with that particular module. And if not, see our previous nine episodes. Exactly. Yeah. the hope. You should still be okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there is not going to be anything specifically in this section that's going to cover there, though you might still hear, you know, occasional uh, bits and pieces from that adventure. Like, you don't have to have listened to the previous stuff to actually get what's going on here. This mm -hmm. is a self-contained prelude. So, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And, interlude, um, really. Interlude. True. Interlude, True. I suppose. Because I, I still have the stuff I got. <laughs> yeah, you can't take our money from us, Ross. Our I, platinum pieces. I you. you say I that now. I think it's more of a prelude to our inevitable continuation of our mm -hmm. adventures. Yeah. 
We are yes. looking forward to doing that, so uh, keep an eye out, because uh, there are several other modules in the Falcon's Hollow series, so we may yet be covering some of those in the future. I heard there's a Kobold King in need of stabbing. Potentially. Potentially. Well, there, there's multiple ways to kill a Kobold King. Um, <laughs> sure. At least three. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Pathfinder, y'all. Um, also, uh, we are from Texas, so you will probably yeah. hear y'all sometimes. Um, they know this by now. Yeah. If they don't know us. For our yeah. new people. For everyone new out there, howdy, y'all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. As, as we get more and more tired the twang will come out even more. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely so uh who are we avoid that for yeah that's a good question who are you people how did you get into my stream um we're oh, figments of your imagination ross it's fine ah, okay. um my name is heather allen i will be playing celestine rainhurst she is a half elf rogue from falcon's hollow so we're level two now. We did get a level in the Woo! previous story. So. Sure. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm Jessica Peters. I am playing Clove Barlow, a human, a skilled human. That heritage is still kind of a sad name. <laughs> a skilled heritage human, um, herbalist barbarian, who is, uh, you know, happy to help people and has only murdered, I think, like one creature. Right? <laughs> Um, were, we, were we really keeping track? Uh, Clove had never killed anyone before, so yeah? yeah. There's that. Clove was keeping a personal count. I don't think the party was keeping a count. <laughs> it mattered to Clove. You were notching it on your axe. Uh, she's yeah. not that kind of barbarian. <laughs> oh, doesn't have an axe, I don't think. I also, I have a hatchet, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that I don't use it. Do you have a hatchet or a machete? I have both. Why not both? Oh, oh. Why, why both is good. Both? More of an axe oh, Why not both? <laughs> Uh, so, my name is Jordan Jenkins. I'm going to be playing Amaranth Silverleaf, uh, a elven wizard with his uh, flying squirrel familiar Regina, who goes by Reggie. Um, Amaranth is originally from Kionan. Uh, he came to Falcon's Hollow to pay respects to a colleague of his who died of old age. It happens. And then he he's hung an elf. Out. And then he's hung out after he had an adventure, decided to stay here for his sabbatical. Someplace for sabbatical. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, we built a treehouse, so yeah, we made it it's better. Definitely different from what you're used to. <laughs> definitely. There you go. Um. Well, I am uh, Rachel Sandage. I am playing the fairly tall halfling fighter, uh, Astrea Rasbit. <laughs> a fairly tall. Hey, I actually put that in like my my background, and I was like, I think that's an important thing for everyone to know. She's a fairly tall halfling. Uh, <laughs> Is that a, a heritage for halflings? Uh, no, it's just uh, it was a description cool. that I put in mine, and it made me laugh, and I thought it would make everyone else laugh. <laughs> everyone else laughed, and it did. Paizo, oh, get on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Extra five feet of yes. movement for being surprisingly tall. Oh, right? yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. Swift. Uh, but yeah, so she's uh, from Falcon's Hollow and uh, pretty <coughs> much just wants to do right by the town. And I am Rick Sandage. I am playing Volgrim Unsfar. Uh, commonly known as Old Grim to most of the folks in town. I am a dwarven, strong-blooded dwarven uh, scout champion paladin of Torag, who uh, owns a small apple orchard where he's retired outside of town until recent events have pulled him out of retirement, made him dust off his old armor and weapons. Pull him back in just when he thought he was out. Just when I thought it was out. <laughs> Two days away from retirement. <laughs> yep. 
I'm gonna Ooh. say that all this thing and just wait until I die. I know that he's oh. like Patrick Stewart, but I also kind of think Danny True. Glover. Yeah, mm, I can see That's it. That's an odd combination, but I like it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm down with either. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick here is to never retire because then nothing can happen to you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, 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 that's how it works, right? I don't mm. think it is. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna hope not, cause yeah. Well, I don't plan to ever retire <laughs> because wait, that's not good, is it? Oh. 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 <laughs> Let's quick change the subject. Um, music in game brought to you by Sirenscape. Back up. Yeah. yeah. We've got a little Sirenscape. Let me cue that up here for y'all. I'll be taking care of the Sirenscape. So if I seem like I'm just staring off into space, I'm not. No, he's staring off into space. Uh, don't want to fool you. So, here we go, Ross. So, if you want to set the scene, indeed. So, we open our story on the thirtieth day of Serenith in the year forty-seven oh seven by Absalom Reckoning, in the small town of Falcon's Hollow. It is a star day, and a blisteringly hot one at that. The temperature in town has uh, reached about the mid-90s, oh, uh, which for our um, friends that use the metric system, that's in the like mid-30s Celsius. Um, 5,000 degrees Celsius. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Granted, I, I mean, 90s uh, for a Texan is actually pretty nice weather. It, I don't know. Is it a dry heat, Ross, or is it humid? It's pretty humid. Uh, you do yuck. live mm. on a river. Front, so yeah. Holgrim regrets <laughs> his beard. Yeah. <laughs> it's extra frizzy today. But uh, we pick up our story shortly after high noon um, in uh, a relatively small house, smaller than average, in fact, because it belongs to a family of halflings. Astraea, are, they, are they surprisingly tall halflings? They are indeed. So it's not as small as a normal halfling dwelling because the halflings here are surprisingly tall. Um, and and by surprisingly tall, she's two foot eight. I mean, I was surprised. I didn't know that. Uh, I was expecting like three three or something. Yeah. yeah. Man. All right. Well. Yeah, we begin there as Estrella. Your father has been spending the past several days working on a, well, large bundle of furniture to be delivered to Alara's halfway house. According to Alara, when she came to uh, commission the work, uh, apparently the children had gotten particularly rowdy a couple of weeks ago and broke most of the furniture in the schoolhouse. Oh. Yeah. Little jerks seemed a bit, you know, like, that's not cool. Is Why that senior prank that? day? Uh, well, I mean, none of the children are over 14 in the orphanage, so probably Was it not? middle school prank day? Maybe. That middle school? Like... These children stop going to school almost immediately. Can they even read? Uh, <laughs> you don't need to read to hold an axe. Uh, the Lumber Consortium approves of this, but... Oh, <laughs> Just saying, this is a lawful evil town, y'all. Neutral. Uh, neutral evil. Sorry, neutral evil. that's even worse, maybe. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Depends on your perspective, I guess. Oh, jeez. Uh, so but... beautiful, but so neutral. Oh, <laughs> I have no strong feeling one way or the other. <laughs> oh, my. Thank you, Ross. I could always rely on Ross to get... <laughs> I'm a whale biologist. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm not a whale <laughs> biologist. That's not true. So, um... 
yeah, your father has been hard at work over the past couple of weeks building a variety of tables and chairs and just other bits and pieces that would go into a classroom. Uh, most of these are sized for smaller children, as most of the children of the orphanage are under the age of 10. Um, and so for a surprisingly tall halfling family, this means that most of them come up to about your height. <laughs> Humans are weird. Yep, yep, so are. big, it makes no sense. So... <laughs> Your father calls you down, though, um, shortly after, shortly afternoon. Astrea! Coming! Figure she patters down the stairs. You patter down the stairs to find your father seated at his favorite workbench um, that he spends most of his time on when he's not sitting in his favorite recliner. He does spend a lot of time <laughs> sitting these days, but of course, to you, it's no surprise why. Um, his legs, obviously, for those of you that haven't listened before, his, his legs have not um, worked the same since that terrible accident at the lumber camp. I thought you were going to say they haven't magically grown back. And then I was like, wait, I think he had legs. Yeah, well, yeah. He, is, he is missing one leg. One. Oh, okay, okay. So it hasn't magically grown back. It has no. not magically wow. grown back. No, it not has yet. not. What? Anyway, um... <laughs> So what I'm so what I'm hearing is some of someone needed to play a cleric to get to high enough level to cast regenerate, and none of us did. Nah, no. yeah. healing magic. Sorry, What's that? Backup plan: get rich enough, to get rich enough for ring hand. of regeneration. But despite that, his uh, his skill with carpentry has been undiminished, and you see him surrounded by the fruits of his labor of these past weeks. The furniture is incredibly well done. It looks sturdy, um, beautiful, polished to a almost mirror finish, which is impressive considering it is all made out of wood. Um, then he's going to go give it to a bunch of kids that are just going to break it. And scratch their names in it. That's what kids do. And They'll stick add, them up under the desk. They'll add decoration. They'll be Probably. gum under one of those by the time the day's up. Mm. Um, they get gum? <laughs> Yeah, Aww. honestly, it just—it's it, one of those things where it's like I don't know how the gum gets there, but every desk I sat at growing up in school, there was gum under. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. That's true. I that was actually a detention for my uh, students that they would have to flip over the desks and scrape gum off. These desks are gum-free because they're brand new. Not they anymore. New. Not in these you current know. times. And your dad doesn't chew gums. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but he looks at you. His face. Uh, tinged with pride as he looks over his works and then he turns and says Astrea um, I've finished the, the task Alara asked of me and now I have a favorite task of you sure, uh, name it well these um, these pieces need to be delivered and Alara is not um, as young as she once was and I'm not as mobile as I once was so I was hoping you could take these uh, over to the halfway house for me, please. Yeah, of course. Granted, I'm, it might take me a bit. I might need to recruit a little bit of help. I was actually going to recommend that. Um, as you both know, though our listeners may not know, Alora's halfway house is, in fact, situated right by the edge of Darkmoon Vale and the Darkmoon Woods. Which means that, though it is still technically civilization, it is close enough that it can still be dangerous at times. Is any of Darkmoon <laughs> Bell really civilization? No! 
Uh, I mean, Falcon's Hollow is a type of civilization. Is there a Temple of Abadar? Uh, no. Then no, it is not. Mm -hmm. She got to there. (laughs) That's my criteria. Check or no check. (laughs) The Temples of Arastal would like to have a word with you. (laughs) We just put down our first paved road. Anyway. I mean, you're probably not wrong. This is just like three cobblestones in a line. Yeah. <laughs> Lined with wood. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't really have a lot of stonework here. Sorry. It's all yep. uh, but yeah, your father, though, looks at you and smiles. <laughs> it would do me a great deal of good to know that uh, you had some friends with you. So that way, in case anything happened, he shrugs. <clears throat> I mean, you ought to know by now I can take care of myself. I know, but still, you did have some marks from the last time you went out. <laughs> Papa. Didn't have that many. I was fine. You came back fine. I'll give yeah. you that much. <laughs> I think Figure- part of it has to do with your friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She kind of like nervously looks to the side kind of tries not to remember the times that she did get slashed and or stabbed and, and or eaten. whatever. There was the acid and... too. Don't yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, um, if you just get this all bundled up ready to go, I will go recruit my friends and mm-hmm. hopefully we can set out by this evening. Oh yeah, you should be able to set out hopefully by mid-afternoon, though it's still a ways off. Um, but tell your friends I am happy to pay them a wage too for the delivery. I will mention that if they ask. <laughs> you know they're not going to ask. We're not going to ask. <laughs> hey, Rude. she grew up poor, okay? She... <laughs> yeah, we're all very rich she now. Fail as she needs to. I don't know, I'm broke yeah. again, actually. <laughs> You're rich in memories. Mm, okay. <laughs> you can't eat those. <laughs> pay the rent. <laughs> okay, never mind. I have one gold. I'm, experience. I'm pretty mm. rich because I have a gold. Just taking it back. Yeah, I was about to say that. I forgot that for a while. Yeah. yeah. Living large. But Estrella goes and gathers her various uh, friends, um, the characters described earlier. Um, it takes a while for some of them, as, for example, Grimm and uh, Celestine both live technically outside of town, though not particularly far. Uh, however, you know, Amaranth and um, Clove. I almost forgot her name for a moment. Anyway, Amaranth oh. and Clove, though. Uh, yeah, I know. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's not right. But Amaranth well, and Clove. I care about your names during initiative. Fair. Oh, <laughs> that's just mean. That's not true, as far as you know. <clears throat> it might be true for uh, Rick, though. As far as you know. I was going to say, Ross is nicer than I am. That's true. I, yeah. I, I try to be. I don't. I mean, not, not that you're not. not anyway, I'm you're leading so him down a road. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to lead you down a road. Oh yes, excellent. But yeah, Astrea or uh, Clove and um, Emerith are definitely much closer. Emerith mm-hmm. is extremely close. Still, actually, yeah. uh, living at the Sitting Duck. Is that where you're still staying? Yeah. Why didn't you come stay with Clove? You're so rude. <laughs> Because I, I I'm getting my room comped. I invite you into my home where you could have stayed for free. But it would have been weird to have like a 250 year old man live with you. We're not going to sleep in the same bed. Oh, well, anyway. <laughs> well, I didn't know the size of your abode. All right. I lived there with my mom and dad. Anyway, whatever. To be a gentleman. I have an Ikea futon. You can sleep on that. Obviously. I got There's it from Ikea. Here, Ikea. This is civilization. <laughs> Ikea is definitely an elven made furniture, but like 
Oh, 100%, yes. Because, like, it's efficient, but it's like the elves that the other elves are like, ugh. Yeah. I, was, I was more thinking it was going to be like dwarven. You know, no, like it's the, too flimsy no, for dwarven. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the dwarves yeah, have better craftsmanship. No, I imagine dwarf carpentry is like the Amish, like you know, because it's yeah, so yeah. well made. Well, no, no, the Ikea is the Druskar uh, dwarven. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's so close and convenient Man, for we're, us we're here. burning Ikea to the ground here. <laughs> I love Drosscar. Anyway, oh, so Fox squats. All jokes, Fox all jokes aside, I love Ikea too. It's better. It's together again. We ride Fox, again. Yes, Foxtrot Squadron is assembled. Um, as Australia <laughs> yep. gathers you all to her house. And yeah, uh, the effort of packing up the furniture does take a bit of time. Your father does provide you with a cart as well as a pony to draw it. So really, all you have to do is make sure the pony keeps going on the right track nice. um, the cart is large enough to fit one halfling to ride it instead of walk you're welcome to i think she would feel guilty about riding instead of walking <laughs> with everyone else so she will guide the pony <laughs> that's fair but with all of um, that uh, uh what what's what's the pony's name ginger snap <gasps> like the cookie Exactly, because I thought it was the same color, so I figured ginger snap, perfect. Mm. You know, um, your house and your family are um, surprisingly tall. <laughs> Thank you. I sure. keep telling people that, and they just like, well, you're halflings, you're all short. No, it's definitely it a couple be the fresh inches. Mountain air. Uh, or all the sadness. No, that's weird. It's definitely not, the sadness. not the sadness. No. Anyway. Yeah, so you continue, though. Um, the effort of packing up the the cart takes much of the afternoon, um, though there is still some daylight left by the time you head out. The route from Falcon's Hollow to Alara's halfway house isn't necessarily a treacherous one, but like I said, it does end up bringing you close enough to the Vale to be of mild concern, and it does take several hours to get there, so you probably won't arrive till Why do we near stash dawn. the or children way outside of town where it's safe? They should be heard. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, they should be seen, not heard. Oh. <laughs> oh. Moreover, so the, the real answer to that question, Heather, is that... That's where the land is the cheapest. Oh my god. And so they didn't mind giving up some of it so that way the orphanage could be set up to begin with. Ah, capitalism. Why do we live here? Because you have no choice. I don't, because my farm <laughs> was <do>. cheap. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you continue, though, on the path, um, going for some time. Over the course of... About two hours, you manage to get to the crossroads. The pathway itself um, leads to several lumber camps. If you head off toward the east or to the west, you can head off toward Alara's halfway house. Uh, the trees here are... Hmm? To the west, then. <laughs> uh, yeah. I believe it's this way. The trees here are sparser, um, though there are still plenty alongside the path. It's, effect it's used as some sort of beautification project, perhaps. Hmm. Um, otherwise, the lumber camp, lumber consortium would have probably torn these trees all down for lumber a long time ago. Those jerks. I'm going to say well, there's a tax advantage to that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I imagine like trying to push your way into the Dark Moon Vale would be kind of like the orcs who tried to push their way into Fangorn Forest and then get eaten by the trees. Mm. Except for Dark Moon Vale is so terrible, even the Ents left. <laughs> oh. is, that, is that actually true? Because it's real sad. That or there's just some really vicious ints that live in there. Sure. Hmm. Some of those undead ints. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. The hangman's trees. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Man, that'd be those are awful. And great. But as the party approaches the crossroads, I will need a perception check. Uh oh. Oh, are we rolling? Oh, wait. Are we rolling? Are you rolling? Yes. You are rolling. We are rolling. Yes. yes. This is not a secret check. Uh, Alright. So, Clove, what did you get? Uh, Clove rolls an 11 for an 18. Alright. I forgot I'm an expert. Yes! Yay, expertise! (laughs) Emeryn. Ah, in typical me luck, I roll a 7 for an 11. Excellent. Uh, Celestine. Uh, Celestine rolls a 7 for a 13. A 13, you say? Very lucky. Um, How do I get the feeling you're writing these down? I don't know. Why do you get the He's writing them down! Estrella <laughs> is really busy talking everyone's ear off. So, rolled a four and got an 11. I see. And Grim. Grim, extolling at length the virtues of the new cider that he's brewing. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh. It's a two for seven. Ooh. <laughs> Started out strong this one, guys. Oh, is that, the, is that no. the proof of the cider? Yeah. I rolled a five for my downtime check for my whether or not my business was doing well. So apparently I've been sitting too long on my porch in my rocking chair drinking oh. juleps or oh, something. Man. I rolled a 17 on that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Very good. Yeah. What you could use is a nice mint julep. But sadly, <laughs> there's no time for that right now. No, oh, no. <laughs> But as you continue um, beginning to head off toward the west, trying to take the crossroads to head toward Alara's halfway house, Clove, you are the first to notice, though everyone notices uh, before long, Uh. wailing coming from the crossroads itself as you approach the center. Uh. You take a look and see possibly a halfling or a small boy. It's hard to tell from this vantage point. Um, He's no more than maybe three feet or so tall. Uh, Maybe about four feet tall. So you think maybe more likely a boy than a halfling. Hmm. Or a shockingly tall halfling. Or a shockingly (laughs) tall halfling. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's, you know, part of... He's my cousin, you know? Yeah, he's he's a straight cousin. (laughs) Um... The boy with a shock of red hair uh, holds up a wood carving knife if anything else and defense against five slithering forms oh mm. these multi-segmented creatures have dozens of legs that come uh, off of mm. their bodies uh, celestine's out but they stand <laughs> maybe almost as tall as a large hound no uh, no or even possibly a decent sized wolf uh-uh. Bring uh-uh. uh-uh. We've fought wolves before, so. Uh, yeah. uh um. <laughs> just like a wolf with big legs. The creatures begin advancing on him. Oh, no. As I will have the party going ahead and enter combat. 
Da, 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 da. Assuming with that initiative that we were. Is this the forest yeah. map, Rob? Oh gosh. This is the forest map. I've been transported. Oh, oh gosh, those look like horrible centipedes from the Witcher DLC. Oh, they're fine. Oh, Gracious. They're totally horrible. fine. It's. Where's Yurden? <laughs> I've assembled the party um, like so. Um, so we have Astraea. I'm going to see if I can select so that way it helps. Um, we have Astraea here, Celestine here, Grim here. Uh, let's see here. We have Amaranth and Reggie here, and we have Clove here. Though if you want me to rearrange you slightly, I am happy to do so before we get this started. That's fine. We also have a cart, right? So let me throw a cart in here. Oh, yes, you do have a cart. Oh, that's a smushed cart. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, cart is so smushed. Well, it's a little <laughs> halfling cart. You know what? I'm doing that little. There we go. Okay. The horse is still the same size. I'll just put the horse over here. It's a big uh, fat pony. It's fine. (laughs) Ginger Snap takes offense. He's also fed Ginger Snaps. That's why he's chubs. (laughs) Samwise would be proud. Excellent. All right, cool. Well, there we go. Clove, you have the first initiative. Oh, awesome. Um, hmm. Well, I. I'm going to do some things. I am going I to that, yes. rage. Okay. And then I'm going to sudden charge at this homeboy over here. Uh, this the the closest one to me. Sounds good. He's a wiggly boy. And um, and I'm gonna hit him. Oh, I don't have my weapon out. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Well, you, you can are raging. Still punch him. You you could bite. I don't have a bite attack. Would, I don't know. I don't think Clove would do that. I guess Clove but won't rage. Clove will just run forward, uh, pull her machete, whap this guy with her sudden charge ability. Sounds good. Her machete is sparklier and more awesome looking than before because it's got magic. Uh, I do roll a fourteen for a twenty-three to hit uh, this horrible monster. A twenty-three sinks your blade through the creature's carapace. Roll your damage. Please. I love it. Uh, Chloe's going to go ahead and do uh, uh, 14 damage to the thing. Wowzers. Wah! Wah-pah! Impressive. I have a yeah. striking, a plus one striking machete. <laughs> hey, there you go. Excellent. Chloe slams her machete down on top of this thing's head. She cleaves the thing's head in twain. Gross. It's falling off to the side. Gross bugs. Gross. Why? One antenna <laughs> dangles uslessly. Ugh. The other one falls off entirely. Remember, you're still clove. Am I? Oh, I am. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> As the creature falls and starts oh, uh, leaking blood. Ew. Everywhere. Sorry. Let's go now to the creatures. Oh, oh, God. Oh, no, I didn't save the boy. <laughs> Some hero uh, you are. He's fine. <laughs> I killed one. He's fine. Boy, um, come over here. I'm he certain he'll be able to survive the four, probably eight other attacks. No. One action to get to him. <laughs> Dang it. Unless they have a two action uh, rend. Man. Curse my youthful exuberance of murder. <laughs> <laughs> That is not something I was ever expecting Clove to say. Uh, well, Jessica said that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, several oh, of them no. are just oh, going to no. go in ahead. And <laughs> no! Fell in here. We're so bad at this. 
This is why we have to live in Falcon's Hollow. Oh, okay, that one's fine. Yeah, that one decides fine. to... <laughs> that one's fine. It's only going after Estrella. Well, Estrella's a pretty big halfling. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I'm this fairly is tall. true. <laughs> fairly tall. Very I need, well. I need this as a shirt. <laughs> fairly tall halfling. Yeah. So, of the three attacking the boy... Uh, I also need this shirt in just real life because uh, out of the people on this uh, right now... Um, Heather and I are like 5'3", 5'4"-ish. Everyone else is 5'11 and up. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. So, I mean, we're fairly tall. Are you stalling the, boy the boy's takes, death? The boy yeah. takes two points of damage <laughs> as mandibles bite into his flesh. He's oh. horribly. Oh um, they're going to go in and continue attacking. Damn them! So... Now With the minus five, none of them are able to make the second attack hit. Okay, good. Um, okay. The last one is going to go for Estrella. did have to double move to get over to her. Which means a 15. I don't think that's going to do it, but... Nope. Ha-ha. Very well. It bites uselessly towards you. Um, you simply block it with your rapier, just whapping it on the side of the head as it tries. No. Um, let's see here. I could. There. We go to Celestine. Get him. All right. Um, Celestine is going to draw her short bow. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to shoot at one of at the one directly basically in front of me. Not the one attacking okay. Estrella. No. The one so across. this one right here? Yes. Okay. Uh, I roll a 10, which shoots me an 18. 18 hits your target. Yeah, there you go. Get it right between the mandibles. I do six points of damage. Nice. It sinks into the middle of this thing, um, knocking off part of one of its carapace slabs, I guess. Bits. Uh, <laughs> several, yeah. Several bits that look like maybe organs go flying. But the face goes Crowdy. She, she kind of wrinkles her nose. Why does it always have to be bugs? <laughs> and then she'll move 25 feet forward. Uh, it's a forest, I guess. What atmosphere do we have that these bugs are this big? A toxic one. <laughs> uh, oxygen. It's yeah. that same oxygen that causes the halflings to grow so large here. <laughs> 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 That's gotta be it. I figured it was something in the water. I'll just point out these things don't have attacks of opportunity, or if they do, they didn't take it when Celestine walked by. So, or shot right go. next to them. Or shot, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I probably shouldn't have pointed that out, actually. And that would be all of Celestine's actions. All right. So from Celestine, Amaranth or Estrella, which one of you wants to go first? I feel like Estrella should go first. Okay. She was raising a finger as if I, <laughs> I would like to, but I'm not going to say well, it. <laughs> considering that the thing is right next to me and I That's have what I kind of figured. Sword, you know. Okay. Uh, with one of my actions, I will draw my short sword. And then with my second action, I will slash down upon it. Excellent. Alrighty. Right. With my fancy new short sword, I rolled a 14 for a 25. <laughs> Yeah, so 25 hits. If it didn't, we were going to be in a whole lot of trouble. I like so in much. Fact, <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, I apologize. The 25 
hits by 10 or more, so that oh. is in fact a critical. Nice. Yay, Four second edition. Double your damage. Four points of damage. Very well. <laughs> you slice between a pair of its segments as a thick two red blood starts leaking out of it. It still slithers, but it is definitely injured. Okay, I still have my third action, so I'm gonna go for broke. Again. Yeah, why go not? For broke. No, went for real broke and rolled a three. Oh. Uh, Fourteen no. minus four. Which not is that kind of broke. Yeah, ten unfortunately ain't gonna cut it. So, your second blow goes wide as these things are just sinuous in ways you've never actually seen things move before. You. Or at least maybe you have, but they were so small it didn't really make, you know, much of a difference to you. <laughs> Might have seen a smaller centipede before, I don't know. Um, from there, Emeryn. Uh, Emeryn, do that lightning thing. Oh, yes, Blessing waves her hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's no time for that. Um, oh dear. And then he uses three actions to cast Magic Missile. And okay. <laughs> I will do all three of them at the one that Celestine shot. Are you sure you don't want to do one at each? It only does a D4 plus one. I yeah. mean, I killed it with 14 damage earlier. Yeah, so I, I don't know how many hit points it has. So I'm going to go for the guaranteed kill. Okay. So all three at the one in front of Celestine, basically. Yep. Cool. Uh, seven, five, twelve points of damage. Very well. Your missiles fly forth from your outstretched hand, Reggie cheering you on as you do so. Don't forget to target all, all of them at the same thing. You know, get between the carapace plates. Do it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really aim this one. Do it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my problem. Shoot I don't cast spells. <laughs> I'm just magical. You fed me a lot of beans. Swarm <laughs> uh, is what she's doing. I like how it's canonically how you make a familiar now. Uh, At least this one. Magic Magic but your missiles fly forth from your outstretched hands. All three fly into the creature in front of you as it just explodes in a pile of pus and gore and plates that just fall everywhere. Well, uh, that, that works too. Some of it covers the boy who screams again. Oh no! But maybe this time more out of concern than, you know, like, danger. Maybe oh. two targets next time. Gross. <laughs> that was pretty disgusting. Grim. Grim is a uh, strong taunt. Dwarven legs carrying him forward. Will double move so he's uh, in base contact with the boy. And then uh, reach out his hand, grab onto his shoulder, channel positive energy into him, healing him up for. Hmm. Yep, uh, healing him up for six and giving him plus two AC bonus next round, or for the rest of this turn. Nice. He channels energy into him. Fall back, boy. Let us handle this. The boy nods as your healing magic courses through him, the wounds on his arm both closing up. With, you uh, do with a. Oh. With no other actions say, remaining, Grim then pops his knuckles, <laughs> looks towards the, <laughs> the bugs, because I didn't have time to draw anything. <laughs> oh to boy! I'm gonna beat these like, to death I'm with my bare hands. <laughs> the arena of, of in the arena of bug fights, Grim fights unarmed. Um, <laughs> you gotta smack him. He wants to feel the smush. Backhand. Boy. Uh, 
No, I kick him with my boot. Um, but yeah, the boy does feel a lot better. Um, he brandishes the knife, though brandishing maybe sounds like too strong of a word as he sort of flails wildly with it. Um, oh, poor thing. Yikes. He's, he's trying. gonna retreat. That is a wise decision. He retreats. Um, you know what? Let me check something real quick. He retreats directly to flank with Astraea. Hey. <laughs> nice! For tactical so acumen. Watches him like, yeah. If Grim knew more about class abilities, he'd be somewhat concerned. I feel like he's training to be a fighter. <laughs> I'm a fan of this kid. Uh, he kind of his... gives him a look, but mm. goes with it. He misses horribly oh. as he brings no. the blade down. <laughs> The creature doesn't even seem to really notice, but it still sort of just shakes and shimmers aside. Let's see here. Yeah. Um, however, otherwise, the boy seems fine at the moment. So. Okay. Brave kid. Yeah. He looks almost unexpectedly at the knife that seems to have moved more or less on of its own volition as far as his facial expression is concerned. Uh, <laughs> he's possessed. That happens yes, a lot around here. He's yeah. possessed by the uh, great centipede spirit. Um, <laughs> Gracious. Astraea. I look forward to seeing that barbarian no. totem in the future. Sorry. No, close. It's not my turn yet. Yeah, it is close turn. Sorry. Hey! But... Yeah. <laughs> I hate bugs! And then she rages, uh -oh. and she's going to sudden charge again all the way over here. Oh, dear. Nice. All right. And uh, smack at this bug. Perfect 20 on this smacking of the bug. Hey. I, a 29 is probably going to hit. So. Yeah, 29 normally Ooh, hits. So, good. yes, that is a critical hit. Excellent. In fact, a 29 would have critical anyway. <laughs> uh, I rolled not great damage. So, let's see. That's four plus two is six. Ten points of damage. Oh, wait, but you double this. Yep. 20 points yes, of damage? You do. So, 20, yeah. Mmm. You slam your machete down again. Um, this time, instead of stopping short halfway down this thing's head, you just sort of slice through, just slicing parts of its carapace clean off. It's so the gross. Collapses, spurting blood everywhere. Ugh. And um, I believe that is all three of your actions. Oh yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> well done though. Yeah. And from there, we go to the remaining centipedes. Um, so the one Astraea's fighting is going to go on ahead and focus on her. Good. I wanted to get kid. <laughs> well, you you actually heard it, whereas the kid is just kind of flailing wildly around next to it. So, <laughs> oh, 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 dear. Okay. <laughs> that's never good when that's, Ross That sounds that. like a critical. So... I see, I see Rachel preparing to wince. <laughs> <laughs> the first attack is a 24. Oh, dang, yeah. Oh, which I assume hits. Yeah. Uh, the second attack is a perfect 20. Oh! Which turns into a 21 after the penalty. Um, would that still hit you? Yes. So uh, that is a critical. Ow. And its third attack, and its third attack doesn't get over a 10, so. Okay. Oh, no. Get real bit. See, this is why your dad was like, bring your friends. <laughs> it's true. I'll prove him right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to know about this. 
Remember, listeners, when uh, delivering things or moving furniture, always have a friend. <laughs> Buddy system. You take one point of damage from the first hit. You take okay. two from the second hit. Oh, oh my God. As that it is, bites in, I also am going to need yep. you to make a fortitude. Uh-oh. Uh, here we go. Oh. I rolled a 14 for a 22. All right, she's a fighter. We're fine. A 22 <laughs> Famous last words. So, yes, at the moment, you don't feel really too bad at all, although you also felt a sort of icy coldness for a moment as it bit into your mm. yeah, into your arm. Hmm. Don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is going to go on ahead and take a step and is going to go for clove. This guy. Yep. Yeah. Or gal. Hmm. Wow. I promise you my dice no! are trying my dice are trying to kill you apparently. Oh, mm. man. The fans uh, demanded blood. Two perfect twenty. Oh my oh! god. On both of those attacks. Alright, Grim will bellow out Torah <laughs> and then uh shield you with my uh my retributive yeah. strike. So for the first one. It would be six total before the retributive strike. Uh, or Which will knock off four of those. Yeah, there you go. I will then so. kick this bug in the face. <laughs> okay, and then the other four. Okay, so two. So I'm still in my temporary hit points. We're good. And then for the other attack, it was also a total of six points of damage. And then, yeah, Grim, you can go ahead and do your attack part okay. of the retributive attack. Lay 16. Kick it in the face. Yeah, 16 kicks it in the face. <laughs> there we go. All right. So that's going to be... It's a D4. It is a D4, yes. That's a... Yep. <laughs> I guess I'm technically non-lethaling him in the face, but... Yeah, technically, right. It's all you got at the moment. Uh, yeah, I still kick him for six points of damage in the face, though. Nice. Definitely in the face. In the face. Yeah. Right between you, its mandibles. <laughs> yeah. You kick the thing as it staggers back, falling uh, its head just sort of whipping. You think you might have cracked somebody's neck if this thing had a neck. It is, of course, an invertebrate, so no such luck. Mm. Stupid science. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Curse you, <laughs> science. Wow. Um, let's see here. Clove, I also need you to make a fortitude save. Okay, I roll a nine for a 17. You feel fine. Again, okay. slightly numb, but nothing too bad. Okay, cool. Shake it off. Shake all right, all right. And that is the creature's <laughs> turns. So next we go back to Astraea. Astraea is gonna bring her sword to bear against this centipede. Oh, I apologize. Yes, oh, I did yeah, skip you do. that. Wow, yes. Ross. Uh, I know. Rude. He's I'm got sorry. a lot to juggle. I know. Ooh, druid no. facts. A centipede's pincers are called forcipules. Oh my gosh. Ooh, interesting. And yeah. now I know. I've Can I drop my bow as a free action or is that an action in second edition? Sorry, That's what free. was that? Free, it's still free action to drop something, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a free action to drop something. All right, so I'm going to drop my bow and then I'm going to draw my curve blade. Okay. And then I'm gonna circle around the centipede, so I'm flanking with, uh, well, technically now Rosemary. Ah! <laughs> I like that the boy then just like 
runs over his train centipedes having accomplished their task, picks up the bow, and then runs away. <laughs> I see through you, boy. All right, I roll a 19, which gets me a 28. Nice. A 28 hits your flat-footed foe, yes. Yeah, get him. I mean, that is, that is a critical hit, too. Man, we got all the crits. Yeah. The rest of this is going to be garbage rolling. <laughs> I mean, I've been pretty garbage so far. Mine oh. been great. That means it's okay. So I did 20 points of damage with Nice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, your, uh, your blade, you just sort of sweep it up. Um, it's carving... sparkly now. It has a potency of one. Hey, nice. nice. <laughs> you carve through between two spots in its carapace. The carapace cracks and crumbles as part of it just goes flying away. About the first third of this thing <coughs> separates from the rest. Blood spurting everywhere. Aye, she, aye. Wrinkles, she wrinkles her nose. This is disgusting. Right, they're so gross. What the heck? <laughs> focus. The what focus? <laughs> See what Grim has to work with here? Uh, <laughs> I'm a loose what? cannon. <laughs> I like that Rosemary <coughs> is just saying this to herself while Grim's I've like... I've seen them in the force before, playing by their own rules. It never works out. <laughs> Except in the movies. <laughs> we do Ooh. things by the book around here. Uh, sure. Do we? Do I don't. Book by <laughs> that book. Um, <laughs> or you get beaten to death with it. By the good book, he pulls out his copy of Hammer and... Uh, what is it? Hammer and Tongs, I think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you pulling out a weapon? <laughs> Australia, the only shield and weapon I need. <laughs> Spoken like a I true like paladin. That, like, it deflects critical hits on like a flat check yeah. of five or something. Oh, man. Rolling 18 for a 29. A 29 crits your target. All crits all the time. This is ridiculous. Yep. Jess is yeah. right. The rest of this game is going to be garbage rolls. We wasted it all here. Yes, yes. That was max damage for 12 points. Boom! <laughs> nice. Very well. You slide your rapier easily through one of this thing's segmented eyes, piercing through. You hear cracking sounds as your blade actually goes out the other side of this thing's head. Nice. Um, you think you got something vital as it just simply slumps to the ground and stops moving. <laughs> well... Disgusting. The boy looks at all of you. Are you uh, okay? Um, I, uh, they were. Just say words. Big, Rosemary. I, Rosemary, please. So, calm. Grim makes his way over. Uh, won't go down to a knee because I think I'm like eye level with him. Yeah, you're about the same height. <laughs> calm down, boy. It's all right. Do you, uh, are, are you injured? Uh, um, he looks down at his arm where they had bitten him previously, though all of the wounds are closed. No, 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 I, I don't, I don't think I am. Um, Clove, when you've uh, recovered, if you could take a look at him, when Clove is back. Clove, we just love Clove, whatever. Like Rosemary's like cleaning off her sword, or not I her like sword, her Rosemary. machete. Good, we at least someone does. both equally. <laughs> whatever. Australia <laughs> ignores all of that and approaches the boy as well. So, what are you doing out here? You're, you're from town, aren't you? Where else would we be yeah. from? That is a dumb question. They do not school you out here. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, the schools are horribly underfunded, and I think there's at least 30-something kids to a classroom per teacher, so. Are there even that many kids out here? Uh, at the orphanage, no, but we in should town, write to our yes, governor. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, should write. <laughs> Sorry, it took me. It took me a moment, and then I was like, "Yes, yes, we should." Um, but the boy looks at all of you. Um, thank you for saving me. Are you from the halfway house? No. Um, m one of my friends is out there. So what the are boy you doing stops here? talking like this is all the explanation you need. <laughs> uh, I guess Clove will come back boy? to herself because uh, she wants to say, are you Ben's friend? Um, who's, who's Ben? Oh, he's in the town. He's one of the little kids in the town. Uh, sorry, what was that Grim said too? Sorry, I didn't catch it. I was just asking for your name, boy. Oh, um, I'm, I don't know Ben that well. <laughs> um... But uh, my name, my name is uh, my name's Holland. Thought he's gonna say I don't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you Mr. Seem to Burns. Have some sort of amnesia poison. <laughs> what's your first name? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'm a big Simpsons fan. In case anybody didn't know that. Um, is that Holland there? Holland. Yeah. Holland. H O L L I N. Well, I'm uh, I'm. Clove, and this is Grim, and that's Celestine, and that's Estrella, and that's Amaranth, and that's Reggie, and that's Hello. Ginger Snap, the pony. Ginger Snap whinnies. <laughs> so, what were you doing way out here? Um, I, I was going to um, see my friend at the at halfway house. Yeah. Well, that's where we're headed. Why don't you hop up on the wagon? Why are you by yourself? Um, because mom didn't want me to travel out this late, so oh. I had to sneak out. And um, you know, the centipedes might have been a, a good reason for her to say that. Well, I didn't know they were there because if I'd known, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have gone. But but they were. And um, thank but you, you know for now. Thank you, thank you for helping me. Of course. of course. Well, we obviously can't leave him alone, and we're closer to the halfway house than we are to town. So. Yeah. Holland, why don't you jump up in the wagon and we'll keep going. Oh, I can ride in the wagon? There yes. should be enough room. Oh, that's great. I've never ridden in a wagon before. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess we'll keep he going. Clamors <laughs> up into the wagon. Oh, so the pony's name is Ginger Snaps? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Can I, can I give it Ginger Snaps? Do you have just any? Just not too many. He's already had quite a few today. I, I don't have any. I just thought you would carry them because... You know, names Ginger Snaps. So I, just I look you at really Australia. Like ginger Snaps. <laughs> well, I do, but they're at the house. Oh, well, that's later. Okay. Later. Well, in town, anyway. Yeah, well. yeah. Celestine will retrieve her bow before we make our <laughs> that's way That's a good off. idea. Yeah, yeah. So, you can while easily. Yeah. While you're sitting there, boy, I'm going to uh, spend ten minutes talking to you about the dwarven families and, and why they're important to follow your orders and directions behind and Grim, the clove is just like so i can regain the focus point that i used on you <laughs> the boy. man that is some healing with quite a uh you know a, a hook attached to it Fulbrit, yeah. the watchful mother, teaches us that children should obey their mothers at all times. My and they'll Lord. go on a whole long thing about why, you know, 
Come to you Grimm's always Clinic, to healing and with a back- lecture. Yeah. <laughs> and they, in the background, Australia's like talking to Glove, like, yeah, you know, that's true, but I wouldn't have been able to go on the previous adventure if I had snuck out of my house. <laughs> I don't have a mom to listen to. Neither yeah. do I. Yeah? Well, my parents are all back in Kieran and they're... Oh, you're talking to us? <laughs> I've been here the whole time. You <laughs> <laughs> think I wasn't here? Hi, Reggie. Oh, hello. How oh. are you? I mean, you remember the thing I did with the magic missiles, right? Yeah, it was good. I didn't just imagine that I did that. I mean, I feel like I cast the spell. You did do it. No, it was great. It was, you quite, did. it was quite impressive. I just didn't realize you were over here talking to us while we were, like, whispering. Well, I'm not going to listen to another of Grimm's stories if I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> They're fascinating, but I feel like I've heard this one before. Uh, Grimm would like to voluntarily fill his perception check so as to spare his feelings. <laughs> 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 You critically fail on your attempt, and so you listen to anyone now. Um, Sad. I don't know. I like it much more when he tells stories about that evil Droskar fellow. Much more engaging. Maybe don't tell him that. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of an evil god. I he? think he. I think Grim likes. He's most definitely an him. evil god. No, but that's why the stories are interesting. Because well, yeah. You hear stories about you know that that one that's super lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the sleepy to be lazy all the time. So it seems like and that's my kind of deity. To do things for How many interesting stories could there be about that guy? If he's lazy, he wouldn't do much. Remember you that one time he convinced the other gods to move go his to? couch? Yeah, see? <laughs> that yeah, one time yeah, he convinced all the other gods to paint a fence? people go yeah. to to be lazy? True. That's why they're interesting. He's like the Tom Sawyer of... <laughs> he's the god of passing that's out on your reference. couch surrounded by empty beer bottles and pizza boxes. Ah, Homer well, Simpson. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be lazy for that. <laughs> you just have to True. be tired. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you eat a lot of pizza, I usually get tired. That's. You know. I mean, you I go. will say, when I was in college, my roommate and I used to order so much pizza that we started using the boxes as, like, nightstands and stuff. Just as huh. it was, like, it was cheap. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, might as well. You've got them, so. That's recycling. <laughs> Upcycling, yeah. maybe? This it has gone more, on too long. That, that was probably yeah. more of like an actual laziness because we just didn't feel like walking downstairs to throw them out. My the, lord. Uh, All right, I was trying to save you from that, but now, yeah. yeah. Well, however, listens to Grimm's lecture with a fair amount of attention, you'd consider for a boy his age. Um, he at least doesn't look like he's obviously not paying attention. I deliver it with a 15 performance. Hmm, that's pretty good. It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you're trained it. in performance. So we're all going to be mad now oh. because Grimm's actually telling the story in like a really interesting way. And we're like, wait a minute. Why doesn't he do that when we're listening? <laughs> we get the boring college version where it's more boring versus like the elementary school version where it's really excited. Mm. But it's, it's all the stories that he's gotten so accomplished telling to his, his granddaughter. Mm. So mm. he's ah. the ones he really knows. Gotcha. I see. All right. Well, I guess we'll carry on. Yep. But. As you continue on, the sun begins to set um, as you make your way toward the halfway house. The uh, the young boy, Holland, asks all of you, so why are you going to the house? We're well, delivering furniture. The the wagon. He looks behind him. Oh, wow. That's really good. Yep. Cheers. I wish I could make furniture like that. I mean, you could always learn. You could do anything that you put your mind to. Oh, I actually whittled. Do you want to see one of my statues? Sure. I would love to. Actually, yes. 
he shows out a statue uh, of what appears to be a small sugar glider. Oh, <gasps> yes! <laughs> the, barren, the, the resemblance to Reggie is pretty good. Oh, wait. Oh, have you seen Reggie about that. town? It's a little Reggie. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah, well, it's just I heard about all of you because you're the ones that that um, helped with, with the plague. And, uh-huh. uh, oh, God, yeah. we have a fanboy stalker. <laughs> <laughs> you're all really big heroes. And so, you know, I thought that, like, if I made stuff about you, people would be really interested in buying it. And then that way I can I can help my um, my sister. Oh. Well, I appreciate sister. your entrepreneurial spirit. What's wrong you. with your sister? Yeah, oh. what's wrong? Um, nothing's wrong with her. Then why do you have to <laughs> help you her? You said that you wanted to help her. You mean just, like, in general? Y- yes, in general. That's what I meant. Oh, uh, okay. Sense I thought motive. we were suddenly going to get a tragic backstory. <laughs> 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 Clove, you can go on ahead and roll perception. I will or, do oh, it. No, wait, actually, oh, you do it. That's good, because I rolled bad. <laughs> Clove, you... You know a little bit about um, Holland and his family. So when Holland was talking about his mother earlier, it had to have been some sort of lie. Because from what you understand, his uh, mother actually passed away some time ago. Oh, dang. Uh, The boy has mostly been raised by his sister. And um, judging by the sound of it, you're less... uh, The boy seems less... uh, Holland is... Not so much worried about his sister's health as he is about maybe something else. Hmm. It, it's something about her profession or something or, or <clears throat> what she's doing that he seems to not want to talk about. Uh, what does your sister do? I probably know her. Oh, um, uh, she, um,. She, uh, uh... What's her name? Uh, um, <laughs> she... Rala, her name's Rala, and, um, she, uh, is a seamstress. She's a seamstress, and she makes really pretty clothes. That Can seems like a him lie. Now? Yeah. You Do I know her? You don't have to sense motive. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty poor lie. Do I know a Rala? Um, what is your society? Zero. You can still roll it untrained. It's just <laughs> I will roll it untrained. Well, I guess you uh, will roll it's it. It's a secret. It's recalling knowledge. You but. shall can roll it. Can any of us make the check or just? Uh, you can, but um, in fact, Clove does succeed. Oh, um, huh. yeah. It's she does have a reputation around town, which is probably why you've heard of her. Um, she is perhaps the most popular um, mistress. At, oh, she's an escort. Ooh, yes. At. Uh, one of the local lounges for the Lumber Consortium. Oh. Well, you know what? You oh. gotta make a living. I was gonna say, I mean, if, if she's choosing that yeah. profession, that's yeah. one thing. But just knowing what we know about the Lumber Consortium yes. and how it's, you know, yeah, it's uh, more like... they are, I just... Yeah, if that's your chosen profession, all power to you. But yeah. I just suspect otherwise. Although the other way around is F those guys take their money. That is true. You know, that's I, mean, I a think good that's way literally what you're at. doing. Yeah. Well, I can't see you through this curtain, but I'm looking at you. <laughs> <I gotcha. laughs> She's giving you the glare. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, um. Well, okay. Um. So, what yeah. is your friend's name that you're visiting? Oh. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna see my friend Riley. Um. 
she's she she lives in the in the halfway house and um her her parents are are also um gone like mm-hmm. mine but she doesn't have an older sister to take care of her mm-hmm. so she has to live in the halfway house uh did did Riley tell you I heard from Ben who heard from a friend at the halfway house that there was like a boogeyman or something like a shh, bad guy shh, oh shh. Not that outside at night there's a boogeyman at the halfway that's, house that's yeah how he gets you. they can't sleep at night apparently it's real bad oh that mm-hmm. maybe yeah. makes sense but has anybody actually seen it Maybe we should wait till we get to the halfway house. I don't know, but I know Riley's scared, so I, I'm going to help her, and, and and we'll catch the boogeyman, and we'll make him go. Oh no! I said his name. Oh no! He's gonna get me next. Is that literally his name? I don't know. They just call him that. Well, you know uh, what? Only only true names have power. So we don't worry. We will catch it, and we will make it go away. Okay. It does make yeah, sense we'll though, because it must be very bad. Because Laura came by about a week ago to the sitting duck and took a large order of cakes back to the orphanage. Cakes? Well, I asked her about it because it seemed quite unusual and I didn't know who she was. She mentioned that the children had <laughs> quite a scare recently. You know... I, I inquire after everyone who comes into the inn for no reason. When they buy five cakes... It's a lot of cakes. Why am I not invited to the party? Was what I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's the like, truth. Bunt cakes so bad right now. Yeah, are we talking like full-size cakes or buntinis? These are full-size cakes that you bought. Okay, that's I don't suspicious. think they have that in Galarian. Not yet. This, this barely civilized land has a nothing bun cakes. That's because somebody hasn't opened one yet. <laughs> that's true. The only thing we have here is a Starbucks. I, my house isn't actually too far from the halfway house, and I've been hearing howling lately at night, and there were some wolf prints close by. Hmm. <gasps> Werewolf? But a wolf isn't Bear a boogeyman at all. I've heard about werewolves before. <laughs> Hildy mentioned hearing something about that as well. <clears throat> werewolves? werewolves? Well, no, and it couldn't be the war because we dealt with him. Well, there, there were more wolves. We didn't kill all the wolves. Well, no, but that we might have been very far away from here. Spared. No, he's <laughs> our Don't friend. Don't make me feel bad about that. Gerald! Honestly, I honestly just thought they might be sniffing around my cabin because of the pelt. That would be weird. That sounds right. I mean, wolves like to eat stuff. I look at this kid like, what the heck? (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. It's just, you know. I assume she tanned it and stuff. Yeah, but, you know, if if it's another warg or something. Yeah. Well, it sounds like... Let's get um, the boy to the halfway house first. Yeah. It is getting dark. Yes, then we can investigate. I'm excited about investigating. It's been a long time, a whole eight days since we did something exciting. Sure. You do realize eight days is almost no time, right? Oh, hold on. Uh, she pulls out... How many of us are there? One, two, three, four. Uh, four elixirs of life, minor, and gives everybody one and says, I made these. So now everybody has a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, helpful alchemy. Well, thank you, Clove. Yeah, thank Imagine you very much. Amaranth's eyes flash as he uh, identifies these. They're alchemy. And then realizes he can't because they're alchemy? <laughs> yeah, they're not magical. <laughs> Dang it. You drink it and it makes you feel better and also it makes you better, uh, like, hardier against diseases. Oh, oh that's quite impressive. Well, after getting bit by those nasty bugs, we might need it. 
it's true, but I think that was probably more of a venom. Oh. Yeah, what were those things? As well. Eddie Brock. No. Um, oh, God. There you go. Somebody Not went that there. Kind of venom. That's what I was thinking. Are we talking Sam Raimi or the more uh, recent? Uh, more recent, probably. <laughs> Hopefully, I more recent. Tom Hardy to um, yeah. Topher to, Grace. Name, right? Topher yeah. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> Topher Grace. <laughs> anyway, let's not it's talk not about that. Not intimidating maybe. at all. <laughs> uh, Grim will slow down on our, our walk out there to walk up alongside Estrella. The boy does seem talented. Perhaps if your father was looking for an apprentice. I mean, I could ask. I mean, I obviously didn't take up the trade. Hmm. I'm better with metal. Oh. Just a thought, but it would be good to help him. No, I'll definitely bring it up to my dad. I'm sure he'd love to teach somebody. Hmm. Grim nods. Um, as we continue walking, he will pull his hatchet out, though. Keeping yeah. Keeping the tree line now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping my machete out. That's a thing. Yeah, I'm always fair. armed. Keep my sword out. I was about to say, the rest of the path is still lightly wooden on either side. I mean, it's not exactly, you know, dense. You can make it out in the moon and starlight as you continue. Mm. Um, as the, you know, it does actually get to evening by the time you reach the halfway house. Mm. A pair of lanterns flank the front door, uh, both of which are currently lit as you approach. You can also see inside the one-story dwelling that there are a number of lights lit within, or at the very least it looks a lot cheerier than the darkness outside. The structure itself is fairly well-constructed, though there are no necessarily bells or architectural whistles included. It is a very utilitarian structure. Um, made with very simple plans and designs, probably by laborers who knew what they were doing, but were not paid exceptionally high for their skill. Mm -hmm. um, as such, the house itself looks basically like a larger version of maybe one of the dwellings one of you actually might own or stay in on a regular basis, mm -hmm. as opposed to something that like a consortium member would probably have, which is decorated as an all get out. Gaudy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 usually. Those um, jerks. Yep, that they are. That they are. These people. But it is barely evening by the time you arrive. The You are able to park the uh, cart outside, though you do see a small... For back of a... For back of... For lack of a better <laughs> back term. Back of a letter term. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, spoonerizing, spoonerism spoonerizing, yeah. Yeah, spoonerizing there for a moment. Um, the Lord is a shoving leopard. <laughs> Woo! But um, for lack of a better term, there is something of a covered porch toward the front with a single trough um, that is split in half with a single wooden slat. One half is empty. The other half has water in it. There are no horses or any other beast of burden currently there, but maybe they just keep it in case. There will be soon. Were we anticipated, Astrea? Um, I think so. I mean, Alara did order all the furniture. Why well, assume my dad? Judging by this ominous it? music, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, Sirenscape, letting adventurers know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, should we knock? I've, that's that's actually just Rick's mood, anticipating what's going to happen. <laughs> this feels ominous. Uh, um, Katie did the loan or sometimes ominous. <laughs> I guess Clove will walk up and knock. I'm going to... Um, I'll put the, my uh, hatchet away. Yeah, that's I'm going to remove the, the pony from the the cart and lead it over to the water. I won't make it drink, but... Well, you, you can't. can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you try? Also, it's good of you to put away that hatchet. We don't want a here's Johnny scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Except I have a machete. I don't know why I said hatchet. We're save that for the haunting <laughs> later. As we're walking up to the house, we will sheathe our weapons so we don't scare the children. <laughs> less, less Jack Nicholson, more Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Hello. Yikes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's an improvement. Is this Camp Crystal Lake? No. Uh, oh I put away oh. my hatchet as well. No, it's Camp Crystal River. Anyway, oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> is it Friday uh, the 13th? I don't know. Everybody don your masks. It is not. It's Star Day the 30th. Oh, but, well, there we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, we knock. But approaching, um, yeah, you see movement inside. Um, it's hard to tell exactly as the curtains are drawn, but small forms, you guess probably children. Um, approaching the front door, you knock. It takes a moment before an older woman opens the door. She stands maybe 5'2 or 5'3. She uh, appears to be a woman, a human woman, maybe in her early to mid-60s. It's hard to place exactly. Her hair is gray with age, long and kept in a single nice braid. Her mannerisms... Um, they seem somewhat odd, as if though she notices all of you and cocks her head as if trying to remember if she was expecting visitors today. Hmm. Her clothing is also somewhat disheveled, but otherwise, um, I mean, I know several of you have at the very least seen or heard of Alara before. This is definitely her. Is this going to be like a Little Red Riding Hood thing where there's... She's a wolf under there? <laughs> <laughs> Why have paladins lost detect evil? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, Clove question. kind of pushes Estrella forward. Oh, uh, hi, Miss Alara. Um, Hello. It's it's me, Estrella. Estrella, Str yeah, yes. Rasbeth. Um, yeah, yes, yes. The the furniture, yes. Yeah. She glances outside. You've brought it now. I mean, my. Father told you we were coming, right? Uh, he, he, he did. Yes, he did. Um, yes, he did. Um, is there is there something we can help you with? And then Clove's gonna lean way in and go. We heard about the late disturbances. <laughs> oh, the the children have a very excitable imagination. Um, they've been uh, somewhat concerned. Apparently something about a boogeyman. I've told them not to worry about it, but... Interesting. I mean, we're here, and um, we wouldn't mind looking into it just to put the kids at ease and make your life a little bit easier because you won't have a bunch of scared kids running around. Plus it's dark. Might, might we have the conversation inside? Oh, uh, also we have this kid with us. I hope that's okay. Holland yes. just sort of waves from behind Clove. Say hello. Um... Sure, yes, absolutely. Come on in. 
That was a um, long pause. <laughs> come right on in, and um, we can we can um, unpack the wagon in a bit. Um, would you would you care for some refreshment? Um, I have tea. I have apple juice. Um, uh, she nods at Grim, probably purchased from his own orchard. I mean, t- tea sounds good. I will never pass up a tall glass of apple juice. Tea for me, though. She brings you inside. Several uh, children scatter as you make your way inside. As they look from inside of a hallway, they sort of peek their eyes around um, the corner of the doors. They don't seem to necessarily be scared of you so much as just cautious. I mean, at the very least... gives them a reassuring smile. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Australia waves anytime she catches their eye. A number of children, of course, probably don't expect armed strangers to walk in the door of their orphanage. But... I mean, it's totally fine. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> you're not brandishing weapons or anything, so you're probably not here to kill anyone. Yeah, none of uh, them. <laughs> we're not here to kill them. Yeah, never. Uh, we would never do we're here such to kill a thing. boogeyman. I'm a little suspicious of this old lady, though. I know she's acting shifty. But most of the children here, just so you're aware, are human, though you do note uh, one much smaller than the rest, um, and sadly not exceptionally tall for her age. Um, <laughs> so one is uh, apparently a halfling, as far as Estrella can confirm, and one actually has the slightly pointed ears of a half-elf. Hmm. Wow. But the rest are all human. Uh, you make your way in, though, to the kitchen, where... Alara seats you around uh, one of or a kitchen island. There are several bar stools uh, used for that purpose. And as she does so, she sets about pouring the various drinks that anybody might want. Uh, she also offers you apple turnovers and a uh, well, rather um, delightful uh, bit of fried chips from the meal that they had earlier. Yummy! Oh, that oh uh, tasty. yeah, Australia is all up on that as a halfling. So uh, tasty. Food is life. She is also listening to make sure you know there's no hard knock life uh, songs coming from above. <laughs> I was about to say not above because there's They're only below. a attic up there. But, is, yeah. is that so an actual listening. picture of the place we're at? No. Okay. This is my best uh, rendition. I was it's... about to say this isn't nearly creepy enough. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it either. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, refresh your roll twenty. Very well. That's okay. No, actually, I don't see it still. Oh, well. Oh, well. Jess, did you not move us there? There you go. There we go. Do you see the image on the screen? Yes. Creepy. But, um, Alara, after you've eaten and had your drinks and all that, uh, takes a look at all of you. So, I suppose, um... You're going to be unpacking and then heading on your way? It is getting dark out and we're several hours from town. I mean, it is, but you're all... Well, she looks over all of your weapons and armor. Is there a particular reason that you don't want extra protection here tonight? Why would I need protection? From what? From from apparently the boogeyman. Have you heard wolves in the surrounding forest? Um, no. No, I haven't heard any wolves. Well, and what happened that you needed all of this new furniture? I would like oh. to sense motive. I would also like to do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah, everybody, well, sense your perceptions. Motive. What? Five. 
I've got a five. I've got a five. seven. Yeah, mine's a seven. I have a four. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I'm an expert. I'm just trained. Let's do. So, Amaranth and Clove, both of you sense um, a misleading part of the statement. Hmm. She said specifically that she hasn't heard any wolves around here. It's the around here part that seems a little off. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Grim, other than the just general sense of unease, you're not certain what she's trying to hide from you. Well, again, we're just hoping to help however we can. But if you will not have us here, then we can find a place somewhere nearby to camp. Oh, um, also, what were you using all the belladonna for? Uh, I know we don't really have any, but uh, maybe I can the make what? something else. Belladonna? Am I remembering that incorrectly? Because I thought I remembered that as a thing. Um, so that is a thing, but that was a thing for the, um, lumber construction. Oh, never mind. JK, (laughs) scratch all that. (laughs) Who do you work for? You grab her by the front, shake her violently. (laughs) Rosemary comes out to play. Uh, instead, I'm going to lean over to Estrella and say, the lumber consortium was asking about Belladonna, which I think is a cure for werewolves. So maybe there is a werewolf. God, we're gonna play a game of secret werewolf. <laughs> I think she's. Pl- I think she's a werewolf. Be careful. <laughs> Eyes on her. So, why did you need all this new furniture all of a sudden? Um, the uh, children grew rather disruptive after uh, one of them claimed to have seen the boogeyman and broke and all they your chairs. Broke all the furniture. It was a panic. They were all trying to run out of the classroom at once, and everything I'm, got thrown aside. And I'm gonna sense motive. I, I want to sense motive. We're all like, no. Ridiculous. Okay, so um, <laughs> I really I should have gotten the thing updated too because we actually. Celestine has a six. Anyway, I have a seven. Uh, Celestine has a six, seven. Is everybody doing this? Yes. Or? Okay. I mean, Ross. I think we're all sure. pretty suspicious at this point. <laughs> Grim, mm-hmm. the rest of you, nothing really seems particularly off, or at least she just seems again to be nervous. Um, it doesn't, it just strikes you as odd. But for Grim, there's, she's probably describing something that actually happened. I, uh, For example, the children did in fact probably panic at some point. But that is not when the furniture was broken. You're certain of that. Ma'am, if I may. My code requires that I provide aid to any who are in danger or need. I do not feel that you're being completely honest with us. I only want to help you. And any word of this will not make its way out from this building back to town or anyone that you may be afraid of. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me a diplomacy check. Oh, I'm good at that. Are we allowed to aid still? 
Not it's like a 25. Uh, it's a 20 to eight. Oh, 20. Oh, mediocre at that. Uh <laughs> oh. Uh, that's that's still a 15. I got I rolled an 11 for 15. So that's, okay. that's average. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. With a 15. I'm not the most charismatic paladin. <laughs> I know, but I rolled a yeah. 16 and got a 21. I almost aided you. Oh. Well, I think you did. You aided. Yeah, it is a 20. Oh, is it 20? I was wrong. aided you. Yep. So that is a plus 1 to the roll. You can trust me. Look at this halfling. She's exceptionally tall. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this uh, isn't a small child. <laughs> I mean, she's exceptionally tall for a halfling. That is true. Or a halfling. Like, we have to make sure we have that little death mother. Or a halfling. Should I include an asterisk? Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she looks at Grim and Estrella and back to Grim. There's, it's just, there's something going on here. Something has something. gotten in. Inside uh, of the orphanage. Yes, I can't find it. It's, um, I, I don't know, but usually at night it, it comes out and the, the children are very frightened they don't want to they don't want to go to their rooms they only sleep please. in the in the main hall now please calm calm down do you have, have any you idea what it is no the the children claim it's a boogeyman but it can't be that those things have, don't exist oh you heard it i've heard strange sounds though what sounds like like voices or crying and odd odd um just weird sounds. They sound unnatural. I don't know what could make such a thing. Is that why you've been you outside so much at dawn and dusk? You're checking to see how it gets in and out. I, that's yes, I am. I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. So why wouldn't you the want kids our help? Seen it, or is it just just you? One of the kids, um, Riley, she claims to have seen it. Okay, we have to talk to Riley immediately. And Estrella and I are kids. We can pretend to be kids that are younger than we are. And we can sleep in the bedroom and set a trap. I mean, technically, Estrella is not actually a kid. She just could look she like just a kid. Looks, she can, she's like 18, she right? Like I don't one. know. Yeah, close. That's still not That's a kid. Still, yeah, as close three as, years majority. as we get here in this group. Yeah, true. Okay, so... <laughs> I mean, Grim's not going to fool anyone. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. Although I did have this beard at 18. Mm. Uh, <laughs> when did these noises start? Um, about a oh, week, week and a half ago. Is it worse? They only happen at night. They only happen at night. Is it worse when there's a full moon? Um... Uh, no, not these noises, no. Was there any event before that that could maybe have incited it? I don't know. No. Injuries, deaths, anything like that? No, no, nothing like that. Hmm. We're going I think to have we should to search talk the... to the children. I also think we should uh, search the orphanage top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Uh, real quick, who, who in the party has diplomacy other than me? It sounds like a Astrea. I have a zero. Uh, I'm trained in <laughs> diplomacy. I have a five. So I have a five. Okay. Well, perhaps. Amaranth has a cute little animal. 
That that's is true. true. It's a plus two that's sitting on my shoulder. <laughs> I would give you a plus two circumstance bonus for a cute talking animal. Hey. So yeah. perhaps first, uh, Celestine and Astrea should uh, help me talk to the children and clothe I think... Amaranth, I think. Oh, a you're not Am a... Amaranth what? should talk to the children. Oh, sorry. I thought you said you had a five. Yeah, I so do have a five. But, but he gets Amaranth... a bonus. I basically yeah, get a Amaranth seven because oh, of Reggie. To the kids. <laughs> uh, I was more thinking Clove has a really good perception. Amaranth can detect magic, so the two of them searching around would probably be able to find something a little faster. But yeah, but the possibly. kids are going to trust Amaranth. Yeah, he has a talking squirrel. That's all they needed to know. <laughs> yeah. Or it would just freak them out more. No, <laughs> I don't think you no. Know kids well enough. You give them I was going to say, squirrel, kids believe in anything. Squirrel! I, w I will trust the teachers here that talking squirrels will entice children to be open to <laughs> Let me put Rocky it this way. I don't care if you're a kindergartner up through a senior in high school. You still get excited about stickers. It's true. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> Says the children's librarian. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a children's librarian and I'm excited by stickers. So. That's true. I like stickers a lot. <laughs> there are certain things that are just universal. Very stickers. Well. Uh, like little animals. And stickers. In that case, I suppose, do Clove, Celestine, would you be willing to search around inside and see if perhaps you can figure out how this thing is getting in and out? Yeah. Well, I'd like to know what this thing is before we go try looking for it. That might help. No, no, don't look for it. Just see if there are any obvious signs if it's clawed up its way through the, or clawed down through the chimney or clawed up its way from the floorboards or does it sleep under their beds while they're sleeping at night? Don't suggest you're probably <laughs> listening. Yes, I mean, that's fine. Possibly it as could long, be as long an as they don't dangle their feet over the side, they're fine. No, that is not how that works. <laughs> as long as they have a blanket, they're fine. It's yes. fine. Uh, Amaranth, <laughs> what are you saying? Well, she can't find any evidence of it coming and going. What if it's some kind of an unquiet spirit? Maybe a haunt. What if Ooh, it's God. always in the house? Oh, that would be bad, says Reggie. Agreed. Well, either way, I think we need to do a thorough search. We need to talk to the kiddos, and then we need to reconvene and see if we can't figure out what this is and put the kibosh on it. Okay. I don't know what a kibosh is, but it sounds good. I put an end to it. Okay. Kibosh sounds sort of like, you know, it would be some sort of, like, kebab. Like a stew, maybe. A, a kebab yeah. stew. I don't actually know where I heard the word. I'm sure my dad said it at some point, and I just picked it up. Mm. All right, well, I suppose I'll have a look around. If you find anything from the children that's important about what this might be, that would be useful information. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I'll be up to check it with magic after the children. After the children. That just sounds pretty <laughs> I was going to say, saying it like that <laughs> makes it sound a little, yeah, a little bit. Once I take care of the children, I'll go detect magic. <laughs> Gosh, now you make me think of has a six perception, so she'll start wandering around the house. Yep, I have a seven. I particularly want to look at any roofs or any like hiding, like crawl space type things. Okay. So let's do this uh, one oh, I've bit. got a creepy idea what it might be, but I'm not going to share. It better not be a boogeyman because those are real high <laughs> I was going to say, if it's an actual boogeyman, we're dead. I think it's correct her that actually boogeymen are real. No, Absolutely. <laughs> we don't need kids here to know that. I was like, don't there's CR10. We'll be yes. dead. Bart, I don't mean to alarm you, but there could be a boogeyman or boogeyman in the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sure, there could uh, be a lot of them. 
I'm not sure what a group of boogeymen are gonna are called. I'm gonna say a boogie. A boogie. Uh, it'd be terrifying. It's a prom of boogeymen. It's a promenade, actually. Promenade of boogeymen. Oh gracious. <laughs> or a cotillion if you're feeling fancy. Uh, right. Very well. That's all so in the south. Promenade is pretty fancy too. Uh, for the moment, uh, let's go on ahead and say Celestine and uh, Clove are busy searching the house. Okay. Um, and first, let's start with uh, Grim, Astrea, and Amaranth. So the three of you make your way back into the main hall. Um, from here, you think this is where probably most of the uh, general goings on for the orphanage happen, especially mealtime and things like that. Uh, there are far more tables and chairs here than are probably necessary for the number of children you see. In fact, uh, there are currently only nine children here in all, including oh, Holland. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. But Holland is sitting next to a girl, maybe about nine or so, um, with red hair and pigtails and a lot of freckles. Um, she currently grabs hold of a small doll that looks to have been carved more or less into the shape of, you guess, some sort of action hero or something. Um, Captain America. Yeah, she, uh, she, uh, the doll actually has a uh, large sword on its back, and she also wears chainmail armor, apparently. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, the doll, not the child. I was the like... Doll, the <laughs> Very confused. <laughs> the doll is Iomade. Yeah, yeah the, the the child's just sitting there with a Zweihander and it's like Wow. <laughs> Little did you know this was the orphanage of uh adventure. Child making. soldiers? It's yeah. like that uh girl who found the sword in the lake. Oh yeah. About that story. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. So she's apparently the new King Arthur, so that's awesome. <laughs> that is cool. The lady of the lake chose her. I'd be fine with that. She seems pretty cool. So True. Uh, however, that's not the child you're faced with here. Um, but Holland waves at all of you as you make your way in. Now, he was friends with the Riley girl, right? So we could just go approach them and talk to them. Unless you want to talk to all of them. Well, yeah, but th she said that Riley was the one who had actually seen this thing. Well, perhaps we gathered them all together and they may feel more comfortable if we don't single them out. That's true. My <laughs> thought exactly. Gather around, children. Gather around. Uh, I am Volgram Ansvar. I am joined by Amaranth and Estrella. And Reggie. I don't have your last names written down. <laughs> and this is Reginald. Reggie. Sorry. It's Regina. Regina. Yes. And then says, hello, everybody. The kids all, you know, from the moment that Grimm starts talking, they do pay attention. But the moment Regina says something, they all squeal with delight and start See? crowding around Amaranth. Yeah. I figure uh, Estrella gives, like, Grimm a little, like, elbow, like, ha <laughs> 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 Oh, um. No need to be a prat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there was. Total need. Oh, hi, hi, everybody. Um, hi, uh. Oh, wow, they're all gonna... Oh, no, you please don't pick me up! One of the children does actually uh, pick up Reggie. Oh, uh, be please be gentle. gentle with the magical creature. The uh, the child in question actually has to hop up to do so, um, being the younger halfling girl. Rude. Uh, 
as she jumps up and kind of like claws on gracious like, was she Amaranth. climbing me basically yes great <laughs> children children do that yeah. um, Halflings like, are excellent climbers didn't this you? is also true <laughs> but uh she drops down reggie just sort of squirms out and then flies up back to your shoulder so the kids are the kids at the very least seem to be paying attention to you so, um, how's everybody doing? We've heard some stories that have made it tough for you guys to be here lately. One of the kids, a uh, young boy, maybe four years old, in this case, the one with the slightly pointed ears, um, looks up and says, yeah, it's been tough. There's a, there's a, shh, there's a. Can you guys tell me what the boogeyman looked like? Mm, he's like real big, says the boy that was um, talking a moment ago. He's real big and he's got really sharp teeth. And shark the teeth. teeth. Okay. Shark teeth, yes. And shark teeth. Yeah, shark teeth. Wow. And, 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 and he bites and, and he smiles and sometimes he makes noise. And um, it's really scary. And when did you guys first see him? Oh, I didn't see him. Do you know who did see him? The girl standing by Holland um, shrugs her shoulders as she looks grim more or less in the eye, being almost as tall as he is. Um, yeah, I saw him. What did he look like? I don't like thinking about it. Um, well... If you don't tell us, though, it's going to be really hard for us to figure out what it is and how to get rid of it for you guys. It's difficult, but we just need you to be brave. All right. Um, I guess I could do that. Thank you. Holland, you know, kind of holds her shoulder for a moment, kind of as a supportive gesture as um, she looks again at Grim. It's, um... He looks a lot like a boy. Like, um, she kind of points her head over at Holland, kind of like him, with with darker hair. Um, he's got a cap, kind of like she points at Amaranth and points at uh, his cap. Um, and he's got really shiny eyes. They glow in the dark. Like a cat. Yeah, a lot like a cat. Except... Hmm. There's no light. Cats, light. cat's eyes shine light, but this light comes from the eyes themselves. Mm. Um, Interesting. And what what does he do? He he um he comes in and and to your room when you're sleeping, and if you're still asleep when he comes in, he starts to eat you. Eat. eat you. How so? Like, like bite onto you or drinking blood? He he bit Brittany, and, and he took Brittany into the into the closet, and and she's not here anymore. She's mm -hmm. gone. What? She didn't tell us there was a missing child. No, she didn't. Yeah, we didn't know about that. Brittany's gone, and she's never coming back. And and he's gonna try to get one of us next. 
Well, we're going to try to keep that from happening. Yes, we're And you've been out. super helpful. Which closet? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which closet? There's, There's only one. Like a, this sounds like a red cap, by the way. Oh. Maybe. Oh, it could be. Because I do Why have a red cap on. Well, she didn't say what color, but she did say you had a cap, and it looked a lot like Amaranth. A Is Amaranth's cap, cap yeah. red? Uh, yeah, it's tartan, red, and green. Ah, uh, okay. Mostly cool. red. Fair enough. Um, sorry, I actually am colorblind in real life, by the way, so I can't tell. <laughs> so most red of and the green time. would mean nothing yep. to him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a color. It's Woo. two colors. Color of blood. Yeah. If it's a red cap, uh, it's definitely the color yeah, of blood. True. Though. Yes. Uh, where Where is this closet? It's down the hall. It's the last door on the right. That's the room that I shared with Brittany. Please, please be careful. I don't want it to eat you too. Of course. Okay. Um, if you can't get it though, could you scream so we know and can go? <laughs> we'll warn you, don't worry. I'll be sure to send be... Reggie back in the <laughs> event of our untimely death. <laughs> if I have an extra action left, I'll scream. <laughs> They're free. It's Man, free. a whole free action. Scream. Oh, it's free. Free. <laughs> Screaming is a free action. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll let you scream for free. Uh, so wow. I'll, I'll William Shatner that whole thing. I think the most dramatic <laughs> death you'll ever hear. So, um, Estrella's gonna kind of like nudge Amaranth and like and then look at Reggie and then look at the girl and then look at like Amaranth. Like, come on, like comfort the child with the cute animal. Amaranth will kind of reach up, grab onto Reggie. Oh, what's going on, boss? Why don't you stay here with the children and look after uh, Riley here? Oh, um, yeah, I can do that. Excellent. So I'm like a babysitter. <laughs> yes. They're ah. not really babies, but yes. Well, I mean, you babysit older kids too, right? Yes. Oh. I don't remember teaching you that. <laughs> no, I learned it myself. I read books when you're sleeping. <laughs> well, you are nocturnal. Series is the Babysitters Club. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's great on Netflix. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I watch Netflix while you sleep. Oh, I thought that was region locked to Talor. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh no, I managed to jailbreak that, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Reggie is now a computer hacker in a world that has no computers. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. What a waste. Well, you're an alien, so. It's true, I am. It's true. Anyway, yeah, Reggie, though, does uh, settle on the girl's shoulder and nuzzles against her neck. It's okay. Amaranth knows what he's doing. So do the others. Do we? Do we, though? We need them to believe this, Heather. <laughs> we know. That's why you're not there. <laughs> yeah, they're about to say, this is why Celestine wasn't allowed to come. All right. I guess. <laughs> Amaranth, what is Reggie's deception check? Uh we're uh, ready. So just sitting there. It's like the last person who crossed me became this no. cloak. She's anyway. not wearing it because it counts as winter clothing and it's 90 degrees outside. Okay. Oh, oh, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty warm. Reggie's um, deception is real bad. Yeah, uh, she doesn't actually have to roll it. It's fine. She it's actually real bad. does believe things are good. Oh, yeah. Fun. She wants to believe. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the right, child so. uh, holds Reggie kind of in a large hug as she would maybe a small stuffed animal. Aww. Reggie just sort of allows her to do so um, as she just sort of rocks back and forth. And we Holland go investigate a creepy closet. Good we luck. should find the others. 
That's assuming Celestine and Clove haven't been eaten by the creepy closet by the time y'all find us. I, Celestine and Clove. It would be something of. to get us eaten. <laughs> Without a scream uh, of rage. It's true. I would like to have Celestine and Clove go on ahead and roll a perception check if they're willing. I am willing and able. Very yes. well. I rolled pretty okay. Um, I rolled a 12 for a 19. I roll a 16 for a 22. Both of you, first of all, check the kitchen um, just to see if there's anything there. Is there um, cake other... left? Yeah, is there cake left? There is cake that left. That is a good question. It's about a week old, um, but you're welcome to have some of it. Clove is fine with you eating some. Clove will have cake while we yeah, do so, our search. So will Celestine. So Clove and Celestine are walking around eating cake while they're searching Y'all the house. are <laughs> eating Orphan children's cake. I'm an orphan. She's an orphan. We're five. Y'all are adult orphans. Y'all are not sad orphan children. I'm 14. I'm barely an adult. I was about to say, Clove is pretty, is not really quite an adult, I think. Barely. It's it's one of those like, technically. eh, Depends on the day. I'm eating cake. Yeah, for sure. Also, I, I think we should report this woman. Considering it was, yeah. hey, sorry that your friend got eaten. Here's some cake. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh my God. Okay. Response. Oh my Let's God. be real. She's in on this somehow. I think she's a werewolf. Yeah, there's something weird going on All right, there. so she's secret werewolf. Okay. That's where I'm at. We're all villagers. I don't know. Yeah. Twist. Brittany's the uh, secret werewolf now. Oh, she lives in the basement or something. Oh, that would be so sad. Oh, she lives in the outhouse of this picture. <laughs> no, no, not in the outhouse. That's rude. Oh, whatever. Uh, anyway, well, we eat know. our cake and we look around. Yes, yes you have the, your cake and you we... seek it too. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> uh, Pathfinder 2E jokes. Anyway, because uh, seek actions and. I get it. Yes. We got it. Yeah, see, it's it's bad when I have to explain it. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that because. That's oh, we all got it. Huh? We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just being I, I, i'm being weird anyway let's uh <laughs> let's move on shall we we shall we shall so, indeed the two of you finish your search of the kitchen um richer only in cake rather than knowledge excellent but you continue your search and start heading toward the bedrooms um probably while grim astrea and amareth are still in the middle of uh, getting the children's attention hmm as you find yourself at the end of the hallway that leads into the bedrooms, both of you hear a soft sobbing sound coming from the bedroom on the uh, furthest to the north and west. We go there immediately. Do you hear that? Uh, yeah, we should go because uh, that sounds like somebody's upset. Yeah. We Maybe we can get them cake. Those- very well. The two of you head there. Um, as you reach the end of the hall, looking, you do see that the light, uh, that there's a lamp that's currently lit in the southern bedroom. The hmm. door is closed to the northern one, 
Moreover, there's no light on in there, or at least there's no light coming in from underneath the door jam. See, we're about to go into the room where the boogeyman ate a kid, and if we'd all been downstairs talking to the kids, we would have known, hey, don't do that by yourselves. But because we split the freaking party... <laughs> you know? We're still in the same building. Yeah. yeah. We didn't really split it. We're like a double move away. That, uh, the, that Haley did actually say that her room was over on the eastern end of the building. See, you're fine. This is the second monster. Oh yeah. Okay. This isn't the boss. This is the mini boss. Um, I guess Clove will will try to shove is, the door open. Is the door trapped? I have trapped. Oh right, door. that's a good idea. Approaching the door, you don't sense that it's trapped, or at least if it is, it's you know got to be a well. lame trap. And Celestine right. is assuming that they made traps. Clove holds her cake and her fork in one hand, like the plate, <laughs> and she opens the door with the other. Yeah. Just make it a cake pop, basically. I'm right, just, so well, it's a like, thing. I'm frisbee my cake at them if they're bad. I see. I really Round one, up. offer cake. <laughs> How but, to yeah. remove hero point. No! <laughs> <laughs> What's Rip. the opposite of a heroic action? <laughs> I'm gonna give them cake. Dastardly deed. <laughs> How dare! No, no, no I'm not. I'm not actually it's, doing that. It's cake or death, and we're gonna give him cake. Right? That's nice. That's heroic. So it's barely she gets a choice. That's mm. good. True. We only had three bits. Um, <laughs> you open the door, clove. From the small amounts of light that come in, you can only see faint outlines of a bed. Actually, a pair of beds. A dresser drawer and a small table off to one side maybe for studying or something along those lines you don't see anything in here celestine your eyes are better adjusted to the dark um there's enough light coming from the lamp in the other room that you can actually see fairly well into the room do and we still hear the crying taking a look around you do still hear the crying but again you don't see anything in here or at least any figure in here. I mean, obviously there's the beds. I don't uh, see I anything can... suspicious. Hmm. I will allow both of you to go on ahead and make a will save. Uh -oh. oh boy. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, that's, that's an okay that's... save for me. Yeah, that'll play. Uh, I roll a 13 for a 20. I roll a 20? an 18 for a 24. 24, okay. There you go. Both of you take a moment, listen again for the crying. It's coming from the middle of the room, and I don't mean the middle on the floor. It's coming from literally like the midpoint of the cube that this room forms. Um, that's... This isn't real. That's not good, right? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, do we know anything about, like, I have religion. Celestine turns down no, no, the I hallway don't. and yells, Amaranth! Oh, okay, we're <laughs> yelling. I guess Amaranth's gonna double time it. I take another uh, bite of cake while I wait, I guess. You all make your way into the hallway. Do they and... hear Celestine scream down the stairs? What on earth are you doing? You do. Don't. What on earth? There's a creepy ghost. Yes, and there's a room full of scared kids. We didn't want to die. Really? Are you, are you in danger right now? You want some cake? No, I don't want cake. I want to not scare the children. 
I will have everyone in the party go in and make a perception check. Oh, They're boy. fine. Uh oh. If you don't mind detecting magic, there's some strange crying coming from that room. I'm I assuming will... the crying has no source. <laughs> no, no, no. It's coming from thin air. It's the middle of the room. I, I rolled a two for a nine on my perception. And this very is probably well. going to be initiative, and I'm very sad about it. Uh, 24 at 24. Okay. Uh, math, 18 for a 24. Okay. 10 for a 17. All right. 12 for a 17. Okay. Mm, Attic uh, Whisperer. The exception of Clove. Don't bring that down on us, Jess. Somebody in the chat did. Sorry. That, that was my initial thought was like, this sounds like an Attic yeah. Whisperer. Yeah. Maybe. With the exception of Clove, all of you begin to hear this crying sound again, this sobbing. But it's coming from two places. One, it seems to again be coming from the middle of the room that uh, both Celestine and Clove opened up a moment ago. And Amaranth, you do detect the presence of magic around you. Um, however, there is also some coming from the opposite end of the hallway and the direction that Haley said her room was. So there's magic <laughs> in that room. There's also magic at the end of the hall. Is it Haley's room or Riley's room? Sorry, Riley's room. I, my bad. I got That's the okay. names mixed up in my okay, head. Okay, I was just making sure there wasn't like two Sorry. kids that we're working out, looking out for. Okay. Yeah, no, no. You you are correct. Um, another one of the kids' names is Haley, and I just got it mixed up in my head. <laughs> mm. So hmm. The only responsible solution would be to split the party. I uh, don't then... think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we know that the creature has attacked one of the girls. One of the girls, in fact, has gone missing. What? What? Yes. Yeah, a girl little girl named, named Brittany. Brittany. Apparently she was eaten in a closet. She disappeared what? in that room down there. The one that's radiating magic. Well, I mean, that's what the kid said. We don't actually know if she was, like, li literally think... eaten. Well, no, she's but missing. We should investigate, and then after that, we should confront the schoolmistress. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't... She didn't say anything about any of the children being missing. Yeah. She didn't, but the kids did. Clove puts down her plate and suddenly hopes it isn't poisoned or something. <laughs> this is where all the Belladonna went to. Anyway. Uh -oh. <laughs> there was none. <laughs> Mass murder. Uh, it's where it would have gone if you had any. Mm. Uh, um, so do we want to check the room that this girl disappeared in? After uh, we check this one, I want to see what magical effect this is. I mean, it's laughter. Do they have any idea what the creature looked like? Did they give you any clues or a small boy? Yeah. With a small boy. Cap similar to mine. Dark hair and a cap, and reflective eyes. Does that ring any bells? Glowing eyes. Glowing eyes. Can we make a recall knowledge with any of this information, Ross? Um, you know, I'll go ahead and allow it. Though I'll probably set the DC a little higher because it is incomplete information. That's fine. But you can go ahead and make a nature check. Ooh, I have okay. that. Do we roll that or is that a no, secret? No, it's secret. Um, yeah. That is I have secret. a five. Okay. I, I have a four. Have five. Uh, I've got a five nature. Okay. Oh, right. We all have five nature. That's right. Except for Except me. For oh, I yeah. have a four. Yeah. Cause I don't uh, have, yeah. I mean, that four. description does not match an attic whisperer. So there's that at least. That's helpful. Yeah. That's very it's helpful. a unique attic whisperer. It's mm. Mario. As all of you sit and think about this for a moment. Um, 
it just there are several different possibilities and of course it partially depends on whether or not the girl's description of this thing is 100 percent accurate yeah while she seems very certain it's still possible that in fear she forgot some of the details mm-hmm. however amaranth thinking back this does sound like a creature you're familiar with oh You've only read about them once when you were exploring more or less um, strange creatures of the fey realms that sometimes um, can treat or possibly harass uh, Kionin and the areas around it. Though this creature more often affects human settlements. You think this sounds like a bogey? Hmm. Now that I is think that about like a it, Boogeyman Junior or <laughs> exactly so, that it, instead of Slender it, Man, it's Slender Kid. Uh, <laughs> you uh, you don't have a high enough check at this point um, to actually recall any specific details um, as far as like asking questions are concerned, but you do know a little bit about them. Bogies are related to Boogeyman, Boogeymen, rather, and are from what you understand um, the result of a child's prolonged exposure to one oh. who are um. then brought back from the first world to wreak havoc upon the children all around them usually like... from their former domicile I don't like this nope, nope. it uh. sounds like the evil kind of fae oh my gosh what is that Oh, this is this is my '90s reference for you guys. Oh, so gosh. way back in the day, the Ghostbusters cartoon, oh, God. and oh, God. there was the creepy alligator-looking like thing that kept trying to lure the kid in to turn it into one of it. I have I no idea. I didn't watch about. Ghostbusters cartoon. Nope. Yeah, Somebody sorry. out there knows what I'm talking about. It was actually a really fantastic episode. <laughs> okay. Call of Cthulhu. The one thing you do know, Amaranth, though, is that bogies are trying to strengthen their spiritual energy in an attempt to become boogeymen themselves. To do so, they have to kill and eat the souls of creatures that they encounter. Oh, no. So it probably did eat Brittany. That's sad. Brittany. Now that I think about it, I have read of something. I mean, only academically, of course. But it could be a bogey. It would be very strange. Why? But okay. bogeys are kind of kid versions of actual boogeymen. The boogeyman does exist. It's a type of fae. Hmm. These children, well, they strengthen themselves by eating and killing, well, others. So the girl that's gone missing is actually probably been eaten. Presumably, yes. So you're telling me that there's some sort of fae monster here stalking Falcon's Hollow and terrorizing and eating children. In the orphanage. Basically, yes. Well, you said that it had to, that it was a child that one of these boogeymen took and then it comes back to where it used to live. So, Mm. is there another missing little boy that Alara hasn't even bothered to tell us about, like this Brittany? Well, who knows how how long you have to be missing to become a a bogey or whatever. Well, that's the real question. How would she not notice? uh, The details that you know is it takes a very long time. If there's another child missing, it would have been long ago. I mean, it's definitely possible it could have been a child that disappeared a while a long time ago. 
they usually are taken to the first world exposed to a boogie for a long time allows them to transform it's a type of reproduction i suppose this is a type of reproduction this is exceedingly disturbing and i don't like it at all well when it comes right. to evil fate it usually is let's start with this closet then well this is Very a well. bedroom let's find this creature and end it Remembered what it was, by the way. It's a Grundle. <laughs> wow, Rach. Okay. <laughs> I have two possibilities now. It's either Bogey, based on your schooling, or based on Astrea's knowledge of 90s references. <laughs> <laughs> Grundle, not Grindle. Oh, Grundle. Oh, Grundle. sorry. I, I thought we were getting all Beowulf up in here. We're yeah. not. All right. No. All right. Well, let's go. Uh... Wait, Amaranth, uh, you said there was magic? Yes, there is magic in this room, but I'll need a minute to decipher it. I mean, I think well, I have a minute. That's well, what I called ten. for you. Celestine smiles <laughs> at Amaranth. A minute, technically uh, ten. Yes, <laughs> called for in the form of screamed at the top of her lungs. It was scary. Grandma. Really scary enough that you still ate your cake. Well, no, Celestine I stopped eating Celestine takes that. another bite of her cake. I will need everyone in the party to roll perception. Uh-oh. We're being too loud. Uh, well, rolling perception, Grim oh, is dang. also uh, strapping his shield into place. <laughs> Great plan. Good. I rolled super good. Uh, I rolled oh, an 18 cool. for a 25. I'm glad somebody did. Oh, look, it's another 7 for an 11. Oh, no. 11 for Amaranth. Ruh -ruh. Celestine. I roll a 6 for a 12. I'm too busy eating my cake. I did put mine down because I thought it was poison. <laughs> Astrea. Rolled a 19 for a 26. Nice. nice. Grim. Uh, 8 for a 13. Cool. Uh, I imagine well. you're writing that down. Ah, uh, no reason. Uh, no reason. The bogey was like, shit, they figured me out. Oh, I swore. I knew it was going to happen. Heather. The bogey was like, they figured it out. You had one rule, Heather. <laughs> All right, you had Heather for what? first one to swear. All right, at least, right, bets on who had it at. <laughs> hey, at least it was that one and not the other one, okay? There's it, so many. To, I suppose in your defense, you did wait until we were halfway through. <laughs> That's a long time. That was yeah. a whole episode. It's true. Bravo, Heather. Let's I give know. her some credit for that. So I have you all arranged um, in an order that seems to be about right, um, okay. though I can rearrange things if you would like. Um, I'm assuming we, this is the building. This is the building, yes. Let me prepare it. Should be all in the northwestern corner-ish. It's the creepy version of that is what that kid is humming. Yeah, it's in the minor key. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a hard number. Singing Itsy Bitsy Spider so we can use that creepy song that I love again. <laughs> oh, it's a bit spider. I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I can get the sword shink sound effect to stop or to use next time you start profaning. You're going to have to hear it first. That's not going to ever work out. <laughs> I was going to say, glance at the chat. They noticed you swore. Of course they uh, did. Call uh, another out. I mean, it's not going to get past them. I don't know. I mean, like, they have ears, maybe. Like I said, there were worse ones that I could have used. Yeah. You sure. swore in an orphanage with children nearby. <laughs> These children have heard worse. <laughs> and Celestine have. didn't say it. That was me saying it. So. Anyway, it's time to die. It. 
All right. Uh, so you have the the screen up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We do. Then we begin as a childlike form Crap. sort of jumps out from underneath one of the beds. I don't Great. like this. Rolling to the side um, as it oh. stands up to its feet. Ah, it's a grundle. It's I not an alien thing. Actually, you know what? It'll roll five. Or a reptile way. or whatever you said. No, it's going for Amaranth. It's no! Bogey's 12 o'clock. Oh, God, what's this with his face? It's creepy. That's a good question. There's no face. No face. And in fact, I do actually have a, a close-up. say No face was actually okay, though. This is this is not okay. Well, because we had, um, if we had the right person, but... Oh, oh my oh, lord! Nice. It does have a face! Mm-hmm. It does have a face with razor I gotta sharp, say, shark-like I, okay, so the shark I don't love it. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Let's, let's uh, stab this thing a lot. She was right about the hat, though. Yeah. Nailed that. <laughs> I did have the same hat. It yeah. ripped the head off the teddy bear. It's evil. That's like the it least of what it's done. So no, the creature rolls Awful. out from under the bed, takes a action to stand up to its feet, as it then claws at Amaranth's back as he's. Uh-oh staring at this magical effect. Great. Uh, You are unfortunately flat-footed for this attack. Oh, dear. Does a 26 hit you? Oh, dear. Yes, but it doesn't crit. Even flat-footed? That's flat-footed. It's a minus two to your armor class. It crits. No! (laughs) No! Uh, That is unfortunate. Another crit. Yep. All the good rolls today for me, apparently. Stop it, Ross. It's like you're trying to kill us or something. (laughs) So, again, this falls into the category of something you get to determine, Ross. Mm -hmm. Am I allowed to use my reaction? Um, So, technically, this creature has surprise attack, which means on the first round of combat, creatures that haven't acted yet are flat-footed as far as this creature is concerned. I 100% agree that I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't be able to react in time to call upon the power. Thought I would Boo. just ask. He was like, I thought I would ask. No, I, I, I appreciate ask. that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just being polite. Mm. It's just that, yeah, basically this thing kind of sneaks up behind you and then strikes Amrith before even anybody even knows what's going on. We are fighting this thing in a tiny little hallway. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like uh, it. It's a problem. It slices into Amrith's back, tearing up part of his coat, um, dealing a total of 14 points of power. Oh! Oh. I mean, it was a crit, but still, like, Amaranth, wow. get! Good news, everyone. Um, I'm still standing. You better be, geez. Yeah. That is its turn, though, as we go from that to Astrea. Um, well, I probably hear Amaranth shriek or something. You do, and now that you're um, able to act, you can at least hear movement in the room behind Amaranth. I would like to move into the room, or move that way, and I would like to also draw my weapon as I'm moving toward the room. And once so I move, see this horrendous draw. shark boy... <laughs> shark boy does not have an attack of opportunity, by the way, or he chooses not to use it. Uh, Wasn't that a I, movie, Shark, shark boy, boy and Lava Girl? Girl. Yes, yes. Lava yes. Girl. <laughs> yes um, I'm going to slash down at Shark Boy. Very well. He's a bogey. He's got a He's name. A yeah, but he's got creepy shark teeth, therefore shark boy. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 15 for a 26. 
impressive. You swing your sword, um, or sorry, rather you stab your sword. You are using a rapier, not a... No, I have my short sword. My oh, short sword. Short okay. Sword. Yeah. You'd still stab with a short sword. Yeah, yeah uh, I think they're versatile now. Actually, I uh, do you think they are now. So you can they do either. Style. It really doesn't matter. Either way, though, your, so your short sword flashes out um, as you something. strike the creature in its shoulder. Go on ahead and roll damage. Roll two points of damage. My sword is magical, if that matters. <laughs> okay. You strike the creature in the shoulder. The thing staggers back, though, probably more with the force of the impact than actual pain. As it looks up, a small amount of slightly greenish blood comes flowing out of the wound. Ew. It smiles its sharp teeth at you. That's unsettling. I see. You've come at last. Guardians of the children. What? Uh, yes, that's exactly what we are. Guardians of the children. Mm, tasty. From Ew. there. That's gross. Because that is three actions to stride, yes. draw, and attack. We go to Clove. Can I shove Amaranth out of the way? Uh, Amaranth, <laughs> would you allow Clove to shove you out of the way? I mean, I guess. She's a lot stronger <laughs> than me, so yes. <laughs> All right. Can so, I? Clo, you can advance. You'll have to use an action to shove Amaranth. That's fine. Do so. so Amaranth um, ends up getting pushed into the wall. I, yeah, you'll have to push him over to the side. That's so. fine. And then I guess Great. I'll punch the boogeyman. Um, <laughs> he's a bogey. Whatever. Yeah, the boogie boy. Bogeyman. I won't because I roll a nat one. Oh. Which is a ten. No, sorry, if, which is an eight. An eight? All right, an eight does not strike your targets. Didn't imagine my uh, nat one would work. He does not have any reactions or anything for a critical failure. Okay, because, good. Yeah, um, but still, you your slam just goes over the thing's head as he just simply ducks slightly. Oh, it doesn't have a face! He smiles back up at you, shark teeth. Just, just sort of pointing. He's slobbering slightly. Ah! Don't, just don't look at the face. Look at everything else. I, I... <laughs> she starts to blanch. No, you, you want to keep an eye on the teeth. I'm Rim is correct. I generally don't want to getting bitten. <laughs> she can still see how it's moving without looking at its mouth. It has Grim. surprise attack. Don't let yourself be flat-footed. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you tried not getting hit by him? Anyway. Um, Grim, it is your turn. Stop Grim. exploding, you cowards! <laughs> uh, Grim will pull his... Yeah, he'll pull out his hammer. Uh, half the hammer and swing said hammer. Uh, gonna be on the fence there. That's an 8 for a 15. A 15 does not strike your target as the creature lively jumps back out of the way. I don't think I've done much to draw its attention yet. So, Not you know what? I'll go ahead and swing again. Uh, oh, that's an 8 for 10. <laughs> the creature doesn't even bother moving this time as your hammer blow stops short. Um, it's just odd swinging at something that looks like a child, even though you know in your heart it's not. Mm. From there, though... We go to Celestine. All right. Um, 
Celestine is actually gonna go down the hallway and then step into the room behind Clove, and I'm gonna draw my short bow. Do I take a penalty to fire into melee in second edition? No, um, though he does get a cover bonus. Okay. Uh, for them being for there being an ally in the way, basically. Sorry. I roll a 15, <laughs> which gets me a 23. Not sorry. A 23 does still strike your target, even with the cover bonus. I do five points of damage. Nice. Nice. Your arrow pierces into his midsection um, as the creature staggers for a moment. Ooh, we've got ourselves a feisty one here. Hell. This thing is terrifying. Amaranth electrocute it. <laughs> There's no I electrocute like how, me. I like how Celestine's solution to everything is, Amaranth, <laughs> why aren't you electrocuting it now? He made Amaranth wolves explode in the last adventure, okay? I mean, that, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> Uh, which spoiler alert for those of you now? Um, I mean, that's not. I think a... the corruption of Droskar has started to seep into her. <laughs> solve all of her problems for her. Oh, she's getting lazier by the minute. No. Ah, magic, the tool of the lazy. Oh, that... Quick, Audits. someone get her a summer job. <laughs> summer job. We just got a job. We're delivering furniture. That's true. You're yeah. welcome. Though I don't think Estrella's mentioned you all could get paid for this. No, yeah, we're just doing it for free. <gasps> Because we're nice. Y'all didn't turn. ask. Australia's <laughs> probably going to give him something after the fact. But. All right. Uh, so Amaranth looks really rough. <laughs> yeah. But he... Um, you have an elixir. Oh, no. I got one better. He looks at this creature and says, You've eaten your last child, you naughty fae. <laughs> and I cast... <laughs> Shocking grass. Oh. See? I'm a shock him. Shock and awe. All right, here we go. Dice, why? No, actually, that's okay. Hero point. Nine for a 17. Yay! A 17. Touch him. I'm freaking out about rolling a nine. That's not too. I've, I've been rolling this is your for like target. three battles. No! Oh. I told you to use that hero point. Must As fail! The creature dances back out of the way. Bye bye. I can't even maintain it. Hmm? I can't even maintain it, right? Nope. Bye bye, spell. I make a tactical yeah. retreat to, to the where? other side of Grim. Very well. <laughs> You're like, huh, that didn't work. Leaving now. Uh, <laughs> I've done all I yeah. can do. Yeah. That was my chance to be brave and badass. Aww. That's because and my dice hate also, me, man. Also, Jordan, that is also still profanely. What? Whatever. Who had me? <laughs> <laughs> you people. Jessica so. and I have like the teacher mentality where we know how it's like a little switch you can turn on. I'm also playing I, I, I'm a child. Save myself editing issues later mentality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said one bad word once. I am also a children's librarian, so today know. in the last two hours. <laughs> You're lucky. It could have been more. Okay, say, so let's be honest. Outside of this, I most yeah, most of the time playing with Rachel is like playing with loose. Black, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do black. think that my uncle is Lewis Black. This is weird. Fair enough. We go to the creature. No! As it smiles its toothy grin. It's really less smiling and more showing you its teeth, honestly. But 
The thing looks over at um, Clove. This is my face, Ross. That <laughs> is a fair face. Okay. I, I think that that is a perfectly good reaction. Okay, cool. Yeah, because the little it guy's then, going dead. Its oh. eyes glow with a sinister light as it begins to chant, and Clove, ah! I need you to make a will save. Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay at that. Fey, man. I roll a 13 for a 20. With a 20? Um, yeah, with a 20, you do succeed. You are only mildly creeped out. Um, you are currently frightened one. Okay. Ugh. The creature then lashes out with a claw. Let's see here. Clove gets even paler and her eyes start to glaze over. Oh, no. Clove does seem, to, in its eyes at least, Clove seems to be the weakest target. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes for it, but. Uh, however, I don't think a 12 is going to hit Clove. Nah. Very well. So it lashes out with its claw, but Clove is able to stumble back out of the way. Um, not as gracefully as she might otherwise, but still enough to not get clawed. Nice. And then I'm going to need Grim. Amaranth and Clove to each make a perception check. Oh no, there's two of them. Okay. Hey. I put myself in a dangerous spot. I rolled an 18 for a 25, baby. 19 right. for a 23. All right. And Grim? Uh, 17 for a 22. Nice. Very well. Go team. All of you note the soft patter of small feet. Um, Don't love that. Them. Coming from down the hall. It's Brittany. As you glance. Ah! Oh. Sorry, I grabbed the wrong thing. <laughs> there's another oh, one. There's more of these? It's Brittany, I mean, baby. Just, she been sacrificing? They're just going to kill Amaranth. She's a boogeyman in disguise. <gasps> oh. What God. a twist. We You're going to die, Amaranth. An actual boogeyman, or else we're totally words Rick won't let me say. I just want to say that Amaranth should have stayed over here next to me. I 100% couldn't have done that. I should have gone where Celestine is. If it makes you feel any better, this thing does have to use all three of its actions to move, open the door, and then move over to Amaranth. And all of you notice it, so you're not currently flat-footed against it. Okay, good. Okay. I hear brothers joined me. Yes, brother. Let us finish off these adults. Then we'll take their souls. Ah, twins! I, I like my soul where it is. Thank you very much. The the newcomer licks his lips rather dramatically. As we go from there, let's see here to Astrea. This is not going to be Amaran's fight. Um, Astrea is going to um use her snagging strike. Hey. Ooh, fancy. So it says, uh, with one action, if I hit my target, then he is going to be flat-footed until the next round, or at least until he's out of reach. Okay. So basically, I'm going to grab him. Sounds good. You're like, nah. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Thank you. Hey. Uh, I roll a 17 for a 28. Yeah, 28 hits your target. So he is currently flat-footed. Does it also do damage, or...? I believe I still do my damage. Okay. Let me double-check. Yeah, no worries. Does 
doesn't specifically say says make a strike while keeping one yeah. hand free. So, so you'll still okay. do your damage. Yep. So you I essentially do, um, hit and grab him a little bit. Yep. Yeah, so I do three points of damage. Very well. So, but I still have two more hits, right? I can just keep like wailing. Yeah, that's only one action, so mm -hmm. you can continue attacking. But you okay. strike in, holding him. Finally, you're fighting somebody your own size um, as you stab <laughs> in. Finally. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, sadly, I rolled a two for my second hit. So that's a 13 minus yeah. four is a nine. No, a nine's not going to do it. But, you know, let's go for Broken Ridge. Right? Get you're it. a fighter. <laughs> Perfect 20. Let's see. That is a, an 11 for a 22 minus nine. Mm. Math. Wouldn't it be minus eight <laughs> because it's... Yeah, it's minus level? eight. Yeah. It minus eight. So that would be a 14. Something. 14. <laughs> We're all <laughs> like... Hmm? I don't have my calculator with this me. Is the part the chat says 14. Like <laughs> <laughs> Math fails. A 14 does not strike your target as the creature, despite you gripping it, is still just slippery like some sort of eel or something. It just wiggles so much. Whatever. <clears throat> nudge, nudge, Celestine. He's flat-footed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and, well, no, actually, it's Clove's turn. Hold it's Clove. Clove. Uh, yeah, Clove's eyes glaze over, and her skin gets deathly white, and she smirks and draws her machete. You know what I really hate? Frickin' jerk bullies. I'm gonna roll very averagely. Um, sorry, I raged, if that wasn't clear. Um, I kind of figured. Cool. But, you know. uh, a 19. Uh, 19 does not... No, he's flat-footed. A 19 does hit your target. Hi, oh, oh. sir, Excellent. Holy cow. Uh, five. 11 points of damage. Punk. Oh. Think I'm weak. You swing in hard across the creature's chest. Drawing a line in it, uh, drawing a line in its flesh as that greenish blood leaks profusely. Gross. He still stands, but he eyes you slightly with more respect than he did a moment ago. Clove rolls her eyes. Well, I guess Rosemary rolls her eyes. Whatever, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> that, uh, that was two actions. Oh, I had to no, draw my machete. Yeah, yeah, never mind. You're right. One day I'll get to do more than one attack. True, but that was a good attack. Um, and from there, Grim. All right. Do a switcheroo with Amaranth. Get him in the middle of you. Yeah, we need a yeah, dosey do. So Grim's going to drop the hammer. Oh. <laughs> uh -huh. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's not the good kind of drop the hammer. Uh, he's going to strike forward and attempt to shove action against this other one. Oh, nice. Are right, you going to try to okay. pull rush him back? Yeah, push him out of the way. I'm, I'm super athletic, so let's see what yeah. happens. Swole. Go for your athletics check. I, He's also I child size. You were going to Mario Ooh. like over him or something. You're very I considered it, but I don't know how, how the ceiling is in here. Uh, that's a 15 for a 22. Hey. A 22 succeeds. Uh, that Boom. is not a critical success, but you still push him back five feet, right? Hey. All right. And I believe I can stride after him, so I would technically mm -hmm. be between him and Amaranth at that point. Excellent. Uh, so that was a stride, that was a move. I've got one action remaining to me. Did I have the opportunity to uh, strap on my shield? I'd say that Grim would probably have his shield active once he knew. Yeah, well, I, I mentioned that right before we started doing the perception rolls. So. Then yes, you do have your shield strapped, so you can All raise right. it if you wish. Raise shield. 
Very well. Ray the shields. creature frowns as you push it out of the way. Um, no, now you're going to have to deal with me. Bedtime, jerk. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play the ninth doctor right now. Go to your room. <laughs> it's true. I wanted to say a word that was alliterative with bedtime, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you, um, Jessica, for being responsible. Oh, oh, that's the less team. I can sneak attack with the bow, right? Yeah, as long as you're within thirty feet of it. And you're right. targeting I figure Australia's like, yep. I got him! Shoot! Shoot! <laughs> wow. Okay, I roll a 15 for a 23. 23 does strike your target. Another oh. arrow sinks in. <laughs> for eight points of damage. Ow. The arrow strikes in his other shoulder, much deeper, penetrating out the other side um, as the creature stumbles. It's not squirming as much as it did a moment ago, Estrella, but it's still moving. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and fire again. Sounds good. Still flat-footed. Uh, I roll a 13, which mm -hmm. gets me math. 13 plus eight is what, 21? 21. Minus, Minus whatever. five, which 15. would be 16. A16 does not strike your arrow. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> As your arrow Pressure. sinks into the wall behind the thing. Oh. What the heck? Yeah, that's another 16. Oh. Uh, unfortunate. Your third arrow also just slams into the wall. Um, sadly, to no effect. On the plus side, though, it's not like, you know, you had the chance of hitting your allies or something. Yeah. So that's Celestine uh, grits her teeth. Yeah. Still got a pretty good sh solid shot in, though. Um, mm -hmm. And from Celestine, we go to Amaranth. You have some breathing room now. Yes. All right. Hmm. <laughs> He's just like, yes, I do. Mm, yes, jolly. Mm, yes. <laughs> jolly good. Uh, not wrong. Okay. So Amaranth's going to look at this other kid. Just kind of shake his head. More naughty fay. Grab his holy symbol of Kalistria, which is also his arcane focus. Are you going to spank him? And uh, recall Ew. magic Kalistria, missiles. Kalistria, I don't know. And magic missile in three times. Okay. Oh, okay. Take damage. Yeah. So all three actions against the one you're currently facing, Grim? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. They hit automatically. Uh, nine points of damage. Nice. A trio of missiles slam into him. The creature staggers, its hat actually falling off its head off to the side. Strangely, it still has a sort of shade <laughs> over its face and eyes, despite the fact the, fat, the hat is not there. Creepy! Mm. Yeah. It looks up... Babadook vibe from this guy. Babadook. <laughs> it looks up bruises appearing across its chest as it eyes Amaranth, but can't get any closer with Grimm's interference. Huzzah. But we go to the creatures. Uh oh. Mm. Oh, also, um, uh, Clove, at the end of your turn, you're no longer frightened. Because Yay. it goes down by one, so. Um, just to let you know. Cool. The one fighting Clove and Estrella doesn't like getting shot at, but 
Astraea seems to be the one mostly holding it down, so... Literally. Focus, <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so it's going to go in and focus on her first. Does a 23 hit Astraea? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, oh. yep, Grim, Grim's going to call out to Torag mm. and, uh, and shield her. Can you? I thought you had to be adjacent. No, uh, within 15 feet. 15 feet. As oh, long cool. as both targets are within 15 feet of me, which I believe. Wait, even with are. an intervening wall? Yeah. I mean, am I aware of the attack? That's the question. Um, I'm going to say yes. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd say in this case it works. So. I'll leave that to your discretion. I mean, obviously you can't make a counterattack, but you can still put up the, uh, the protection. Put up yeah, the wall. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well out of the way. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. So the creature slams in for seven before the reduction. Ow. Which is? Four. Four. So yeah. I'll knock the first four off of that. So you take three. Okay. As it turns and slams again. Uh, much worse that time. So an 11. <laughs> no. And <laughs> it rolled a two. So I'm going to go on ahead and guess that a three is not going to hit. No. Look Hello. who's scared. <laughs> the creature does not acknowledge, though. Oh, you... if I, I, or, it, Rosemary, sorry. I don't, I don't know if you should really be antagonizing it. <laughs> I don't know. He kind of deserves it. He's eating kids. Right? Jerk. Also, pretty sure they have a gender. They said brother to each other. They did. Okay, that's a random fact. I just <laughs> called him a jerk. That's pretty, like, I don't know, gender non-exclusive. Yes. Is it I my think turn? It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Sorry. <laughs> yes, it is your turn, Kill Sorry, it. Didn't realize we'd like, yes. run through everything. Kill it dead. Pull my character sheet out from behind her cat butt. Cats, don't stop us. We must murder. <laughs> well, I Which got is, it out. Which oh, wait. Is it Dexter? Sorry, yeah. I actually did forget the other one fighting Grim. Oh! <laughs> Dang it. Oh, we almost got away with it. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I so... just assumed he surrendered. <laughs> Peacefully. Yes. I don't, I don't, these don't seem the surrendering type. Probably not. Uh -oh. The one fighting Ooh, Grim is going to go on ahead and begin by casting a spell. Amaranth, I need a will save from you. Oh, lovely. That's my will. Passable. Well, I mean, the good thing is you can't really go anywhere. I roll a 14 for a 20. With oh. a 20, um, you do succeed. You're only frightened one. It does creep you out the way the creature's staring at you. Yeah. But it's not too bad. Okay. I mean, I think we're pretty creeped out even without magic helping it. That's true. Yeah. Fair. We're <laughs> unnerved. I'm sorry. Let's all look at this picture again. <laughs> the creature then takes a single attack against Grim. Grim, does a 23 hit you? Yeah. All right. There's nothing I can do to protect myself. Stop uh, I mean, making it big. Everyone look at this horrifying creature. <laughs> it, it slams in for 11 points of Whoa. damage. Oh, wow. That, that hurt me a bit. You don't say. I can only take maybe two more of those. Mm. All right, I'm going to have to that get the magic in. So now it is close to her. Or, sorry, uh, Astraea's turn. Okay. Well, I rolled a 13 it. for a 24. A 24 does strike your target. Yay! He is no longer flat-footed, though, at the beginning of your turn. No, so. that'd be uh, two points of damage. All right, you poke a hole in him <laughs> as you Ast strike his midsection. Estrella is now being played by Dexter. <laughs> All right. 
My second <laughs> one is a. I rolled a 17 for 28 minus 4 is a 24 again. Yep. So 24 does still hit. Going to Look roll how majestic that cat is. <laughs> Say a little dexter, everybody. <laughs> the problem is, is it would be more of a hassle to push him off right now, which is why well, he's yes, still just, here. Just resolve your turn, and then we'll do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Laying just a minute ago, it's fine. I do another yeah. four points of damage. As you slam in a second time, this time against the creature's head, you poke through one of its glowing eyes. Ah. As you remove the sword, the creature stares its toothy grin at you one last time as it collapses. The body stops moving. Double tap. We can tell that one his brother's down for the count. Hey, your brother's dead. Down. (laughs) Dead. Brother. Very well. I will consume his soul, too. Ew. Well, obviously, they don't care very much about family. It is is the only way to honor him, to to eat the entire... No. What? (laughs) Grim. Okay, Hannibal. That is grim. <laughs> yes. A weird dwarven um, cannibalistic practice. Astrea, you have we one action the heart. remaining. Um. Hmm. I'll at least. Hmm. You could pull something if you need like a potion. Although I don't think you got hit. I mean, I got hit, but I'm still doing okay. Hmm. Um. I think I'm gonna step out into the hallway just to be able to assess. Unless Clove wants to step there. I'm going to have to run through like a million people already. So I don't know if one more matters. Okay. Then I'm going to move into the hallway and stare down the other one. You know, I'm exceptionally tall for a halfling. It's got to be somewhat intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) If this kid wasn't taller than you, maybe. He is very slightly taller than you. Um, Clove, it is your turn. Can I, like, parkour over this kid and be on the other side, flanking with Grim? Okay, so what's your acrobatics <laughs> like? I'm trained. I have a six. You can att- you can attempt to tumble through him. Okay. So to do so, do, 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 do. getting to the... Okay, it's a tumble through. You stride up to your speed during this movement. Um, you try an acrobatics check against the enemy's reflex DC. Okay. Um, let's see here. If you succeed, you move through the enemy's space, uh, treating it as difficult terrain for that purpose. Um, let's see here. If you fail, your movement ends. You trigger reactions as if you had moved out of the square you started in. So, like, attacks opportunity and stuff like that. Okay, but my movement is only 25, and it takes 25 to get to that last square? So, if you don't have enough speed to move all the way through its space, you get the same effect as a failure. Can I double move? Um, you can take one stride to move, like, you know, closer, and then take another move to try to tumble through. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay. So, I guess you start by moving up to... I mean, either Astraea or Amaranth, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'll go hang out with Amaranth, and then I'll be like, all right, all right. And then I'll attempt okay. to do a cool parkour move. So go ahead and roll your acrobatics check. Okay, that's not bad. I rolled a 14. Oh, a 14 for a 20. A 20. Do, 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 do. A 20 does not succeed ah! against your target, unfortunately. Wow. wow. So you attempt to tumble through. Uh, you fail. It would trigger, you know, stuff, but he doesn't have anything that he can do about that. 
Um, you do have an action remaining if you wish to try again. You're currently in Grim's space. At which point, I think if she ended her turn there, she'd have to be shunted to a, the closest legal square. Yeah. Am I in Grim's space or am I in Amaranth's space? Uh, you move. You had to move forward to, to try to, to tumble through. go through them. So okay, so that means first. that Amaranth. Oh, is... sorry, I grabbed the wrong token. That's my bad. There we go. Okay. Uh, I like that well, we're suddenly playing like a game of checkers where we're all just <laughs> sliding. Yeah. You know what? I'm just gonna stab him with my machete. You guys have been king. <laughs> and then I'll get shunted. That's fine. Uh, that's a number. That's uh, twelve plus nine is twenty-one. Uh, 21 hits your target. Uh, 14 damage. Dang. That, that's a you good hit. swipe at him. I rolled good. Striking uh, just down his shoulder from one side to the other across his chest. He's still breathing and standing, but the wound is terrible. It bleeds horribly um, as he stares daggers at you. Not literal ones. He doesn't <laughs> have that ability. And then I'll shunt whichever direction you so desire. Uh, probably into the room to the south. So, well, no, the door would probably be closed. This is the room he came out of, isn't it? No, no. he came out from the from over here. Came from down the hall. Oh. Yeah, that's why he had to triple move to actually get over. So do I go here? Yeah, I'd okay. say so. Yeah. So that door's open. Okay. Yeah. All right, and from there, after Clove, it is Grim. Right. Uh, I use my first action to pull out my hatchet. Nice. Sounds good. I murdered someone with this not too long ago. You did? Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Woo. In real life. Uh, yes, that's it. Yikes. Don't say that. I mean, we're recording this. Just kidding. I, I roll an 11 for a 19. A 19 does not strike your target. Ah. As he ducks back out of the way. This guy's a slippery little bugger. Okay. That's one word for it. Mm -hmm. For my second action, I'm going to attempt to shove again. All right. It's an attack action, so I've got to take the penalty for it. You do, but of course it is an athletics versus his uh, fortitude DC. So. Ooh, maybe. So minus... So that would be an adjusted 17. A 17 succeeds. <laughs> I choose not to strike after him as I shove him back. You push him back again, <laughs> barrel rushing him down this hallway. Waving a hand up behind him, or back uh, back behind him. Astraea, move up. Let me hide behind you, small halfling. <laughs> I think it's more just Astraea's more accurate. Yeah, I know, yeah. it's just funny. Grim will then Flip over the hatchet and throw. <laughs> ah, okay. okay. All right, so this is going to be a zero for my attack book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You could always roll a 20. Hey, what you get? Uh, that's a nine. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Oh, there Both goes your, your hatchet. Hatchet goes tumbling down the hallway, bunking <laughs> into the uh, floor a few, a few feet behind the creature. After it does, Grim then cries out, Delayed! As the hatchet flies back to his hand. Oh! oh that's where that money went, son. That's Return where all my money went to. <laughs> there he oh, is. Oh, that's Sword cool. His hatchet. <laughs> Woo! 
Nice. And, that was uh, good. Yeah, that's it for Grim. All right. That was I'll super cool. That. Other than that miss, I'll consider that a well done turn. <laughs> I did no damage, Brad. but otherwise. Hey, you know hey, what? You shoved him. That's good. That's true. What does Talay mean? Uh, Talay from, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Might be Talade. Uh, is Scottish for return. <laughs> nice. Probably Slutty. saying it wrong. B-I-L-L-A-D-E. Might right. be Talade. All right. Scottish listeners. Someone that knows Scottish, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to step out in the hallway. Our buddy Ryan from Edinburgh. I, actually, uh, I don't. I'm not going to assume that you speak Scottish. Gaelic. Yeah. Gaelic. Well, it's, 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 it's Scott Gaelic. Yeah. Anywho, Gaelic. let's focus. I'm going to shoot. Let's find out. <laughs> shoot her. Or him. Him. With shoot so many him. Shoot penalties. him. All right. We're rolling 18 for 26. Rad. 26 does hit your targets. <laughs> That's three people. Yeah. It's well, one fine. of them is pretty short. I do five points of damage. Your arrow again sinks into the flesh of one of these creatures, drawing blood and a cry of pain. I would care, but I don't. Yeah. He ate children. I'm. Yeah. (laughs) He's trying Uh, to play up the sympathy, but it's obviously not working. So we've established that a 16 doesn't hit, correct? Yeah. 16 does not hit, no. I think you've gotten like three 16s. These guys have a pretty killer armor class. Yeah, Yeah, a five's not going to hit either. He's a wiggly boy. He is a wiggly boy. Um, let's so that's see the end here. of my turn. Amaranth. Okay, I am out of first level spells, with the exception of a mage armor. Not going to be too useful. Uh, so I will uh, chant and tone class, uh, cast electric arc at him. There you go. So you he go. needs to make a reflex save. Yes, he does. Nice. Well, it's not the best he could roll, but... Good. Um, he is a wiggly boy. Mm. So that is a total of a 19. Dang it. Yes. I believe he that's still not a two. critical. So. Hey, it's better than nothing. Yeah. We only need like 10 more rounds of that. <laughs> <laughs> he shudders for a moment before shaking it off and continuing to press the assault. So we go to its turn. No. Really not doing great, though. Uh-oh. Hope it doesn't run. No, uh, I wouldn't have been able to stop it anyway. I don't have attack opportunity. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, me either. Yeah. The only one that does is Estrella, and she's way back over there. It's true. Um. Oh, wait. I do have no escape. I don't know if it would matter. I don't know. No, I think you have to be I, in base I pushed contact. it back. That's the problem. Yeah. I mm. thought that Estrella would get to go before it did. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and she's There's very this. fast. It's close, but not that close. Or rather close, but no potato. I don't know. Anyway. um, No potato. I don't know. It just sort of spilled out. I just say stuff. Ross opposes big tobacco, so. It's true. What? (laughs) This just gets weirder and weirder. Close, but no cigar, obviously. Anyway. Oh, okay. Tobacco. Yes. Yeah. I'd rather you eat a potato (laughs) than smoke a cigar. Um, Potatoes have vitamins and minerals. Uh so in the meantime, though, the creature, I think, is going to... It's going to try it. I don't know how well this is going to work, but Grim, I need you to make a will save. I mean, it's not my best save. Hmm. You yeah, are pretty stubborn, safe. though. It's a 14 for a 21. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. with a 21, again, this creature is odd. The way that it moves, the way that it shifts, it just its sheer... 
sinewy form is very strange to you, and you are somewhat freaked out by it. You do have Frightened One as a condition, um, but you're not ready to flee your ground or anything like that. Hmm. Yeah. Grim's mind goes to his distant granddaughter, uncomfortably closely living to these horrifying monsters. Right? Yeah. 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 Be a little terrifying. Ah, dang it. Uh, We can't let this thing escape. No, it wouldn't be able to attack if it did. So the creature screeches and begins to move. Ah! Oh, dang it. Ah, oh, you little rat. As it heads toward the direction of the main hall where all the children are. Oh, oh no! no! Reggie, defend them! Yes, the familiar. Oh, no, Reggie. Uh, that is its turn, though. Good. So, Estrella. Run uh, after it! Estrella's gonna run after it. Nice, do it. I have a 25-foot movement speed, so I think if I double move, I should be able to get... Tackle it! ...contact with yep. it around the corner. You would be able to around the corner, yes. Yeah. So that is two moves to get to there. Um, no. You have an action or, is remaining. Is he in the room with the kids now? Yes. Let's kill him in front of the kids! Great! Yeah. <laughs> the kids are Trauma! But I'm gonna try... Hashtag therapy. Hashtag therapy? Hashtag orphans don't have therapy. Um, oh, oh now you just made it really sad. I didn't say it was a happy hashtag. I rolled an 18 for a 29. Nice. A 29 hits your target. Yes, well done. Please Get him. I'm trying. I go next. I can run pretty fast. Yep. Five points of damage. Astrea rushes around the corner, diving to the attack <laughs> as she runs down the hallway. She stops takes a quick moment to look at all of the children <laughs> currently screaming in terror oh, no. as you strike this thing directly through its neck. Nice. Your sword blade goes out the other side as it gurgles Ooh. and collapses to the ground. Oh, that's awful. Several like of the smaller children start just like running toward the opposite end. Some of the older ones just look on, instinctively trying to protect the smaller ones. Oh my god. These kids are going to need so much therapy. Clove runs it's in not there. Available in Falcon's Hollow. <laughs> it, it it's okay. Um it it's not going to hurt you anymore. We killed the boogeyman, man. There Technically two of them. it was a bogey. There are two of them and they're dead. Yeah, but is that all? Is what there's Don't say that in front of them. <laughs> I'm whispering it to you. Oh, what? There's <laughs> <laughs> only two. Ah, uh, we killed there's them. How many more? No. Let's get them. We <laughs> killed them. They're dead. You're welcome. Oh Kids. Uh, don't, don't worry, children. That's that's the last of them. Finger that's hand so. crossbows. Reggie looks up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're, that's they're they're not going to hurt anyone else. That's definitely a dead thing. So Celestine will come around the corner as well. Can we make like a diplomacy check to try to calm yeah, down like the panicking, down. screaming children? Uh, Clove doesn't let Amaranth go because he's covered in blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, or Grim because he's covered in blood. Um, yeah, but probably so is Estrella. Uh, but you didn't I take all that much damage, did you? <laughs> I, I mean, Celestine's clean. I'm clean ish. <laughs> I've I've taken uh, six points of damage, so like, I'm a serious? little bloody. You're fine. Amaranth over here almost check? dead. You can make a diplomacy check. Um, I'm gonna go on ahead and say that Reggie's gonna try to help. Yay! Yay. Reggie, I'll try to aid you, but I do not succeed. I'll try it's to aid you. Oh, I can't aid you. For a twenty-five. Okay. Yay! Yay. 
You're able to calm the kids down enough. It takes several minutes to kind of... Where is the adult? I'm sure Celestine tries to say some comforting words. You know, it's gone now. You all are safe. Yeah. Holland says... Um, you mean Alara? Yeah. Uh, he kind of looks around, probably noticing for the first time she's not there. I don't know. She just left all of you with... Alrighty then. Um, Um, I guess so. I guess Clove comes back and says, um, I think we need to patch up... I'm gonna patch up Amaranth. Uh, so... Oh, wait, no. Would anybody like to see a magic trick? Yeah. He's still covered in blood. I'm like, what? <laughs> Stop. She shoves you a little bit, like, in your wound. Stop. Oh, kids like gore. These kids just saw a dead thing. Some What's wrong with do, you? But... We're not trying We're to make like... more serial killers. <laughs> I guess that's fine. Amaranth, far... that's fair. are you okay? Oh, it hurts like the... Dickens? We don't have Dickens here. It hurts a lot. <laughs> It hurts like the Jatembe. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say like Dickens was a, a <laughs> Talderism. This like is at least a four Jagari situation. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, anyway, Clove will wrestle, if she has to physically, um, Amaranth into one of these rooms and bandage him up. Fine. Trying to horrify these children. I was going to show so them what Clove drinking is- a magic potion was like. <laughs> I got a 19 to bandage you. I think I do. Um, oh, Stacy to bandage me? To treat wounds. Isn't it a 15? I thought it was like While a 25. While this is going on, Estrella is going to get this so. thing out of the main room. Mm. Um, yeah, you're able to move the body without any difficulty. It doesn't disappear or anything. So. Can I make any sort of check to figure out where the heck Alara went? Because um, That would be a survival check. You get you six, Amarith. No, you roll it. Uh, to treat wounds, um, yes, it is 15. Okay. So you heal him for 2d8 hit points. Yep, you get six. Sweet. And if he was wounded, then he loses it, but I don't think he got the wounded condition. No. And then, of course, there's elixirs if you need to make make more drinking happen. Yeah, I'm down eight. Okay. All right. I roll a 19 for a 23 on my survival check. Well, with a 23 on survival, the first thing you note is that there's no sign that anyone's come from the kitchen into the main hall, except for all of you. Okay. You open the door to the kitchen and take a look. You note that there does seem to be a recent disturbance on one of the floorboards. Like a trap door? Possibly. I'm going to start poking around. You can make a perception check. Uh, that's a 10 for a 16. With a 16, you do find the latch. There's a trap door in All the right. floor. So there's a trap door in here in the kitchen, and I have a feeling that's where our friend Alara went. She didn't take the kids to the hidden trap door area? I'm telling you, she's in on I it. I get the feeling that there's something going on here. What are we going to do? We can't, we, we can't leave the children here. Well, we can go to the basement. Uh, what, like, how old are the oldest looking children here? The children that are the oldest, um, first of all, Holland himself seems to be around 10 or 11, um, so... That's almost an adult! 
Uh, there is also a uh, his friend Riley, as well as an, a slightly older girl, Zoe, who's also probably around 11. Um, they're probably the oldest children here. Hmm. Holland, Riley, the two of you will need to protect the rest of the children here. We're going to go down below. Do not attempt to fight anything. Barricade yourselves in the room nearby. Keep Reggie with you. Reggie squeaks grimly. Reggie's like, yeah, I don't want to go down in that basement. Y'all have fun. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We are going to go and find your... Uh, Keeper? Guardian. Hmm. Does anybody have a light spell they can cast? Uh, yeah, I, I do. Grim's the only one that can see in the dark. Mm -hmm. uh, I will also cast Mage Armor on myself. That's a good idea. That's a yeah. really good idea. Alright, well, since we're kind of going down into a, you know, murder pit, probably, I guess Celestine will go first in case there's traps. If anybody needs to heal before going down, they should do so. I can take ten more minutes and do a battle medicine, or you can drink the elixir I gave you. I I'm drank good. some healing potions, I'm good. Yeah, I, I already used my, uh... Lay on, lay on hands. hands. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, it takes about 10 minutes or so then for all of you to gather yourselves, do all your various checks, get everything together, refocus, all that all that uh, fun-filled fun stuff. Um, as you begin to go down, I will allow everyone in the party to make a perception check. Mm. Aha, Grim's in his element now. <laughs> Underground. 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 <laughs> um, I roll a... Our dwarves are most dangerous. I roll a 16 for a 23. I roll a 5 for a 9. Roll another 10 for another 16. All right. Roll an 11 for an 18. 20 for a 25. Nice. Nice. All I can't of get you. him for attack rolls, but sure. First of all, uh, Grim got a 25. Did anyone else get above 25? Sorry, I kind of... I got a 23. Yeah. 23. Okay. So no. So oh, no. so no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very well. All of you here, as you begin to open up the trap door, uh, you know, uh, Celestine looking at it, it doesn't appear to be trapped. Uh, mm. Just FYI. Mm. But all of you hear an incredibly loud howl barreling mm. forth from downstairs. I told what? you I'd heard wolves. Um, but they don't really live in basements, I don't think. The only one who hears something else, Grim, you hear two, or rather, Grim, you hear three things in rapid succession. The first is a snap, as if more of a metallic snap, like something metal has broken. Maybe it chain or something something like that mm -hmm. the second thing you hear is another snap as maybe a bone or something like that has been broken I don't like these noises stop the third thing you hear is the crackling of flames from downstairs what what as you open up the trap door, smoke starts billowing up toward all of you. She lit the house on fire. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Just uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you head down? Celestine um, takes in a deep breath and sighs and jumps down. Yep, we're going Do in. We not, 
want to tell uh, the kids say, to get out of the yeah, building like first. I'm just gonna yell back and tell hide in the to lead the children out of the. Yeah. Like, yeah, go outside and hide inside of the outhouse out front. <laughs> <laughs> All like twelve of you. I was gonna say there's too many children are. for that. I would say maybe just in Stables, that courtyard maybe. area. I'm taking them out. We'll we'll figure out something. Um, I'm smart. I can make it work. Fair. You hear Reggie call back. Ah, oh, I'm so proud of Reggie. The children start filing out fairly orderly. It's a fire drill, everyone. It's a fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> They've done this before. Right? So, yeah. Uh, but I suppose in that case, all of you head down? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we do. I'm pulling my machete. Yeah, Celestine draws her curved blade when she's down at the bottom. As you make your way downstairs, there, there are two things you note as you reach the bottom. The first is that this are, there's a rather extensive basement down here, or maybe more of a cellar, as you see a variety of barrels and crates and other assorted supplies stacked up around here. Most everything here is probably containing food or cloth or other supplies one might need to run an orphanage. Hmm. However, of perhaps more, uh, more important note immediately, several of these barrels are currently on fire. Uh-oh. Oh, great. It's fine. You, <laughs> the, um, thus, the light level is really not much of a concern down here. <laughs> well, it's a concern, just... Uh, well, silver lining. It's a different sort of concern. <laughs> more of a heat-related concern than a... <laughs> this is uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is fine. The second thing you note in the middle of a basement are two figures. One is Alara. Very obviously Alara. She has a, an arm pointed in a direction that is unnatural. Oh. Uh-oh. But you don't think it's something that she's done deliberately. Yeah. That was a snap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Pathfinder. There are some creatures that do like this disjointed reverse mm -hmm. thing. And anyway, um, it is not that. Uh, her arm is very obviously broken. The culprit stands in front of her, a creature maybe some six and a half feet tall or so. The creature has a humanoid form, though its head resembles nothing more than a large wolf. Oh, the no. clothing it wears are tatters of some sort of yellow dress. Brittany! As it looks like it's the dress was just too small for it, or maybe, you know, becoming a werewolf made it bigger. <laughs> um, the creature howls as it notices all of you. Uh. And... Alara screams in pain, um, barely even able to note that all of you have made your way down. This orphanage has some real problems. <laughs> yeah. Alara, you've got some explaining to do. Share that with everyone. Oh, you must be kidding me. I am not kidding you. Uh-oh. It's got a doll? It's got uh, a yeah. doll. It's Brittany. The creature does Baby. hold a doll. 
Otherwise, though, each of its limbs, unlike depicted here, are wrapped in chains of some sort of silvery metal. Of silver. Well, it seems to bother it. It doesn't stop the creature as it continues to approach all of you, snarling. And I will need initiative from the party. Bum, bum, bum. Ooh. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's not. Oh, wow. Okay. That was bad. So, several things to note, too, before we kick this off in full. You'll notice that there are tokens indicating areas of fire. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I figured that that was fairly obvious. We'll call those fire. Wow, tokens. that's a lot of fire. So the uh, the first thing, of course, is that those tokens you can t technically stand in those spaces. <laughs> they are on fire. Thanks. Um, thanks. Good to know. Yeah. So that's important. The other important thing to note is there's an awful lot of smoke coming from all of the fires going on here. Fighting here in a, uh, for a long amount of time may be hazardous to your health. Also we'll get into lit that on fire. as it goes. Well, also getting lit on fire. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's usually it. the smoke that kills you before the fire does. That is true. <laughs> oh, man, we are on fire tonight. <laughs> oh. No. He's so pleased with himself, though. Look at that grin. That was a good one. <laughs> All right. You're not the only one. The chat has also made this joke. <laughs> okay, if the chat made a joke and it wasn't very good, was it? <laughs> I think our path folk can be funny too. Jordan knows what the people want. They want so, puns. <laughs> they want Jordan's puns, here to deliver. They want so many puns. All right. So, so what are the chances we can actually save this little girl? I mean, if we can beat her unconscious. Yeah, to beat her unconscious and then uh, give her Belladonna, I think. Well, I don't know. I it mean, only works before your first transformation. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. There's, so, there's also no, there's not nothing. any in town. There's nothing However, we can do. However, um, there are possibly other things you can do. I mean, for that, you'd actually have to recall knowledge. That's true. Good to know. Sure. And then I'm going to go on ahead and put Alara here. Oh, that's hello. Alara. So just so you're aware, she is still alive at the moment. Not for um, long. Doesn't seem likely. Clove, what did you get for perception? I rolled a nat one for an eight. Eight. On the plus side, you can't critically fail a perception check. Um, Amber. That's true. Oh, what did I roll? Uh, I roll a sixteen for a twenty. Nice. Celestine. Uh, fifteen for a twenty-one. Astrea. Uh, I rolled a twelve for a nineteen. Grim. Uh, fourteen for a nineteen. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and get this out of the way now. Astraea or Grim, which one of you would prefer to go first? Um, I mean, I'd like to be able to get up in there just so I can take the hit. That's fine. All right. So Grim before, or yeah, Grim before Astraea. And in that case, first initiative goes to Celestine. All righty. Now, Russ, uh, I don't think we had a chance to ask this, but would it have been logical hearing horrifying howls and snapping noises and fire that we drew our weapons as we came down here? Oh, we I already said I we did. Uh, are you kidding me? I, <laughs> I think so, yes. You do have weapons right. drawn. What's Assuming that? Assuming that you're the type to draw a weapon. 
What's yes. the recall knowledge check for evil puppers? So, in this Fair case, wolf. it is a nature check. All right, I would like to make that my bonus is a four. The loop garoop. Looking at the creature, you don't remember anything really useful about werewolves at the moment. There's just yeah, too much going on. The fire, and it's got a teddy bear. Mm -hmm. It's so sad. Hey, I've got. I'm gonna move up next to Alara. Okay. Um. But a minus two penalty to not stabby death. Uh, yes, it's a minus two penalty to attack non-lethally. All right, so I roll a fourteen, which gets me a twelve plus a nine is a twenty-one. Okay. Uh, 21, is that including the minus two? Yeah. Oh, yes, because, yes, I see. I see what you did now. <laughs> My head did the math. Is Alara, like, standing, or is she, like, unconscious in that square? She is technically um, prone in that square. Uh, she is okay. conscious, though. Okay. Uh, that uh, 21, though, does hit. So is go she flat-footed? Um, no, I'm going to say that she's pretty poised and ready, and nobody said that they were stealthing down, so. Mm. Oh, you know, I wasn't yeah. excited. Whoa, wow, that's max damage for 12. Nice. That really hurts, though. You slam your sword in. As she takes the blow, snarling, um, stepping back, red blood wells from the wound, but she still I has plenty non -lethally. of- I did it non-lethally. Well, I mean, yes, but you still hurt her. <laughs> she still had an ouchie, Heather. Um, <laughs> you, you smack hard enough, it's still gonna bleed. Yeah, it's just, it's a thin line rather than a deep cut. Anybody um, who's taking a wipeout on a bike knows that. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, you do have an action remaining, I believe. Yeah. I'm gonna try, try again. Some, yeah. Yeah, a 12's probably not gonna do anything. No, this time you're just, with your caution, you slow your swing down so much that really she just easily ducks out of the way. Um, but hey, it's worth a shot. Yep. And from there we go to Amaranth. Okay, we're trying to take the wolf alive. I, I mean, mean I, I think I, it's the little girl. Very well. Um, okay, it's chained up, right? Mm -mm. No, it's Not broke free of the chains. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's got chains dangling off of it, but it is definitely free. Okay. I don't know how much it hates Alara. Uh, okay, I want to move up next to Alara. I mean, just be blindly enraged. Yeah, and I want to try to drag her back away from the wolf. Okay, so you move next to Alara. Um, is it yeah, a you can moon tonight? It is. Of course it is. Mm. Of Dang it, my it question earlier was so on point. Yep. Mm -hmm. It is indeed a full moon tonight. Why, tonight's the full moon. <laughs> well, good like news. trying to keep knowledge of the little girl becoming a werewolf from common knowledge. It almost feels protective. It feels Remus Lupin. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you're able to grab hold of her. You can drag her. Um, she's willing to let you drag her, but this effectively is going to work much like a shove, so you can only pull her... You know, go ahead and make an athletics check to see how far you pull her back. Oh boy, I have a zero. Can I succeed? 
I must succeed. I roll an 18 for an 18. Okay, you do succeed. It isn't a critical success, but you're able to basically pull her back five feet. Huzzah. So she's no longer standing directly next to the werewolf. I think that's important. It does help. And I helped. She cries out in pain as you move her, because unfortunately you're not able to move her gently, and her arm is still broken. But yeah, she's yeah. still conscious, so... We're going to shock at some point. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, be fine. This is fine. fine. Uh, so we can take care of it later, but, you know. Grim. All right. Uh, Grim's going to move up alongside Celestine there. So Probably that's between... going to be a double move for me. Um, are you moving between Alara and the wolf? Yeah. Position myself there between them. No, it's only a single move. You can move 20 feet to get there. Oh, great. Yeah, you were standing in front of Clove, so 5, 10, 15, 20, yeah. Yep. Good deal. Uh, so Grim will rush forward, close on there. I've got my hatchet in my hand, but... Mm -hmm. I believe I can just kick. You can, or if you wish. strike. Yep. You're going to Sparta, the little girl? There's not a well, hole. Do you it want me to... <laughs> Do you it want me to do non-lethal or no? Yes, non-lethal. No, I'm, I'm just asking if that is the maneuver you're attempting right now. Uh, Sparta! Sparta. This is Falcon's Hollow. Hollow! Falcon kick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's either that or I could just... Torag kick. Torag kick, yes. Torag kick! Um... <laughs> Show me your moves! Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, she's a freaking werewolf. I really don't want to grapple her. No, um, that would be a bad so, idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to kick. All right. So you approach, kick, go ahead and roll your attack. Ooh. That's a 13 for 20. A 20 hits your target. Nice. Boom. As you kick her in the face. Apparently I missed my calling as a monk. Yeah, right? Yeah. For seven points of damage as wow. I kick my solid steel-toed boot into her. There is a resounding crack as you uh, maybe, sh you know, break a, you know, um, shoulder a bone or something. Oh, okay. A tooth. Yeah. yeah, well, not the collarbone. She wouldn't be able to move if you broke the collarbone. Uh, oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, I know it's but, difficult for you to understand me right now. And plus, I just kicked you, but I'm trying to help. The wolf snarls and spits at you, spittle flying wide. I don't think she understands us at all, Grim. Some of it gets in your beard. Ew. That's gross. You have an action at, at a dog as a child, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say it, don't spray it, jeez. <laughs> unless, unless you're King George. Yeah, uh, raise my shield. All right, Grim raises the shield. Astraea. Well, uh, Stray is going to have to double move to get in there yeah. since I'm still on the stairs to the basement. But I am going to move up next to Grim. Like that? Um, yes. Okay. So that I can uh, non-lethally swing down at this poor little werewolf girl. So you double <laughs> move, go ahead and strike out. All right. I rolled a 17 for 28 minus 2, 26. A 26 hits your target. It's sadly Four. not a critical, but it is a hit. Uh, two points of non-lethal damage. You booper on the snoot, um, <laughs> striking in with the pommel of your blade, uh, 
as it staggers back, though she continues to press the attack. Tranquilizer cards. <laughs> Ah, it's it's I knew I left something in home. Yeah. As we go to her turn. Uh oh. Uh, no! Stupid so, that one. At the moment, she's primarily focused on Alara, but there's a grim between her and Alara. That's true. Why does so she hate Alara? Start by trying to bite you. Well, I don't I like think a 14's going to do it. Nope. She will then attempt to claw you. She just wants to give you a hug, Grim. It's no. fine. <laughs> we'll I don't think a 16 is going to do it either. Nope. Nice. <laughs> Apparently, I've lost all of my luck at this point. Yay! You used it all earlier. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to feel bad about that, Ross. And I it only took three right criticals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and uh, an 11 is not going to hit Grim either. So no. I just I tuck behind my shield and yeah. weather the attacks. She, she just keeps trying to go through rather than go around, which is how it doesn't work. Hmm. She doesn't seem to be thinking tactically minded at this point. Well, you know. That was her greatest mistake. She's a little girl who's unfortunately a little werewolf body right now. Well, big werewolf body, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, she's a much larger as a werewolf than she is as a little girl. True. She's um, a big bad wolf. Yeah. Uh, However, did I not say that there was going to be a big bad wolf thing? I knew this was a red You did say it was a red riding hood <laughs> thing earlier. True. <laughs> she picked up on the subtle clues, folks. Uh, True. Clove. Clove wants to recall knowledge. All right, Clove, uh, it's a nature check. What is your nature? Uh, plus five. Oh, I should have done that too. Crap. <laughs> Takes an action. So you do actually know that this is in fact a werewolf. You're able to confirm that. Uh, werewolves come in two different types. There are natural born werewolves, and then there are those that are afflicted with the curse of lycanthropy. Hmm. Despite the fact that it's called that regardless of what form of were creature you are. Okay. Even though that technically means wolf shape. But anyway, um, hmm. Fact. You may ask a single question about werewolves. Is silver a thing? So, uh, you are aware of a werewolf's natural aversion to silver. Werewolves take extra damage from silver weapons. Okay. Okay, Clove digs around in her belt pouch, pulls out a silver sheen that she decided to purchase because nice. alchemy things. Nice. And puts it on her machete. Sounds good. That will be my so, turn. So... You recall knowledge, draw your machete, yep. And silver! Use silver! If you have your it. machete glows with a silver light. Really I just don't have it. any silver! Sorry, I only have one. Capacitator. It technically I, also adds extra damage for non-lethal, too. I mean, just, can can I just throw a silver coin at her? Uh, I mean, it'll hurt as much as hitting her with a coin. She's not a witcher. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're supposed to toss a coin to him, not at him. <laughs> really hard. I said you across her nose, not up it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So from there, Celestine. Uh, right. First thing, Celestine, before the rest of your turn, um, smoke is starting to rise in the room. Some of the fires are actually getting bigger. Oh, no. No! Oh, no, no. Um... um well, I mean, it looks like a stone foundation, so maybe it'll just be the basement that's on fire. You do well, note that the uh, are the support ceiling... beams in? Here? Yeah, the <laughs> ceiling are... is wood. The support beams and the ceiling are both made of wood. Oh, good. Yep. All right, so, we're gonna have to put these. I don't have anything to put fires out with. Me neither. 
Well, I'm hoping we can knock her out pretty soon, and then we can just and bail. Does no. Create water. No. No. We don't no. Have a divine caster. No. No. It's a first level spell now. It so is. Team, yeah. I'm going to need you to go on ahead and roll a fortitude save. Uh oh. Because if I think it's around that problem of a cleric uh, being able to cast a zero level spell and flood an entire dungeon. Yeah. I don't yep. see a problem with this. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> That's not a problem. <laughs> That's a feature, roll, not a bug. Right? <laughs> I roll a 17 for a 23. Very well. The smoke is bad, but you're able to choke past it for now. All um, right. I'm going to yeah. keep trying to whap her non-lethally. All right. Going ahead and roll your attack roll. 13 minus 2 is 11, plus 9 is a 20. A 20 hits your target. Nice. So you whap her with the side of your blade. Uh, for 6. <laughs> you strike her in the shoulder as she snarls again, but still is fighting. Alright, so I roll a 14. Minus 5 is a 9. Minus another two, seven, 16. A 16 does not hit your target. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I'm just, I'm gonna move 10 feet forward so I'm in the flank with Astraea, which is what I should have done first, but I wasn't thinking about it. Mm. Okay, so you move to here? Yeah, just 10 feet straight forward. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, she will take the attack of opportunity. Oh, oh no. no! Ooh, oh, crap. Oh, this opens up a whole new world of pain. Oh, yeah. All right, I call out to Torek. Um, <laughs> well, you might want to wait a moment, because I don't think a 15 hits Celestine. No, it ah, does okay. not. Never mind. My dice have just Ooh. gone, eh, we're done. Um, that's it's time to wrap it up, folks. <laughs> Burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Druid fact from the chat, Therianthrope covers all types of animal person shapeshifters. I Good like the sound of that word, too. Therianthrope. Amaranth. On your turn, I will first need you to make a fortitude save. Oh boy, I'm not good at that. Seems like it'd be an awesome, uh, like Starfinder band name for mm. an entire group of shape changers, mm. or just a bunch of Yosoki because Yosoki are great. I roll an 18 <laughs> for a 23. All right, with a 23, you are coughing up a bit of smoke, but it's not really bothering you too much at the moment. So you may a bunch take your of Yosoki, turn. They're also were rats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Turn into a hairier rat. This is one of these, like... No, no, they're Yosoki that are were-tigers. Oh. So they're rats that turn into kitties. <laughs> Become the, I love that. the way the cats will play. Um, wow, that's like a tagline for a movie about... Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> this is one of those, like, iffy moral quandaries. Didn't Agents gonna... of Edgewatch introduce non-lethal magic rules? You can you can have a spell or prepare a spell as a non-lethal fairy. Oh. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe so, we should just continue getting Alara out of the way. Or right. shoot her with the crossbow. So technically speaking, um, as long as the last hit that hits her is non-lethal, she won't be dying. It's just how much fight do you think she has left in her? Oh, okay. Or if you have an option leave her to us and the deal fire. with the fact that this place is about to burn to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any blankets or anything I can smother the fire with? Um, make a perception check to seek. Okay, poke. It will take an action to do so. I roll a natural one. Oh, use your jackets. Hmm? 
Use your jacket. You do have a hero point if you want to use it. Sure. You Time to be heroic. Take away your hero point. <laughs> no. Well, plus that was Jessica. I was yeah, it was, that that was, was me. Greeting oh, cake <laughs> nonchalantly. I wasn't bad enough to lose a hero point. That was probably something in my brain that was like that pun hurt me so much I would take it away. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're not the GM. Which one though? There's been so many bad puns. I roll a 19 for a 23. Nice. Very well. You're able to find a blanket uh, set up over here underneath one of the barrels. Um, you'll be able to drag it out with an interact action, but you'll have to move over to get to it. Okay. So that was a seek action, move action to get over there, interact move action to grab it. Yep. Or interact, so you yeah. have the blanket. So. Alrighty. Yep. Uh, I, I really hope it's one of those Korea. comedic things where he moves the barrel to get the blanket, but the barrel's actually full of water. <laughs> <laughs> then he just that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, sadly, this barrel's actually full of lamp oil. Oh, oh no! no! Oh, yeah, that's the rag they use to apply the lamp. No, it's actually not. I don't <laughs> that oh, my goodness. I was going to be like, I'm going to go play a Christmas like, tree. They use, but they have not used it yet. So it's not oh, actually goodness. covered in oil. So. But the barrel is full of lamp oil. The barrel is full of lamp oil. Yes. Do not stand next to that. <laughs> you probably don't want to stand next to it for very long. Uh-oh. Um, it is one of those red barrels. No. Um, <laughs> it's a red barrel. <laughs> yeah. Just don't shoot it. Okay. So that's Amaranth's turn. Grim. All right. Uh, I'm going to hold my ground here, and I guess I'm just going to kick. Sounds good. I just like the idea that, like, Grim has gone into, like, a crouch stance and is doing, like, that, like, kick the, dance The Russian thing. kick yeah. dance. The Russian yeah. kicking dance. <laughs> I just do that. I just do the crappy fighting game move where all you do is just crouch and kick. And <laughs> and hit low, the... low, 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 <laughs> Disparaging that, uh, those of us who did that. Apparently, Grim did miss his calling as a monk. That is a 19 for 26. Nice. Wow. 26 does hit your target. All right. For six more points of non-lethal damage. There you go. You kick her in the knee with bone-shattering force, though her bone does not shatter. Um, okay, that's good. Well, she's a lot tougher as a werewolf, too, but it yeah. still hurts. Um, yeah, as she drops to a knee, Grim will attempt to headbutt her. Sounds good. <laughs> Get that chrome dome going. Uh, right in right, the snow. Never mind. Uh, that's a natural one for uh, me. I'm going to guess I realize that I'm trying to stick my face in front of a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Ooh, don't do that. You probably don't want your head to go too near her jaws. No. Um, but you do have an action remaining. Shields up. All right. Sounds good. Uh, you still kick her, though, um, and we go from there to Estrella. Estrella, your target is flanked. Yep. Do I need to roll anything for the smoke? Oh, yes, you do. Thank you for reminding okay. me. And Estrella, go ahead and roll for yourself okay. as well. Um, it is a fortitude save. Fortitude? Okay. Uh, 19. Unless 19? this is a fire effect. Uh, you know, no. Technically, it's, right. a, it's a choke. I do, have that, I do have that snazzy ring of Torag. True. Yeah, I rolled you a... could walk into one of the fire things and probably be okay for a bit. That's true. Yeah. Well, the 13 for 21. A 21 also succeeds as both of you kind of cough up a bit of smoke, but you're still able to fight on normally, so. All right. Uh, apparently, it's my lucky number. I rolled a 13 for my attack, <laughs> so that's a 24. But since mm -hmm. I'm flanking, 
I get a plus two, so it negates the minus two. No, the flanking comes off of their AC, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So her AC is... Never mind. Yeah. I, I'm still learning how to say it. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> so 24 minus two for non-lethal, 22. A 22 hits your flanked foe. Nice. Go ahead and I roll your damage. I only do one point of damage. So. Oh! oh. Well, she's... I imagine she's reluctant, because deep down it's a little girl. You slap the side of her face um, as it. you think it would bruise slightly, except there's too much fur in the way. Um, mm -hmm. You still have two actions. Okay, and and not again. so deep down, it's almost a cute puppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Well, now I feel sad. Jeez. <laughs> Arla, 15 for a 26 minus 4, mm -hmm. which is a 22 minus mm -hmm. 2, which is a 20. Yep, that still hits. So go ahead and roll your damage again. That's better. Five points of non-lethal damage. Ow. This time you bash her in the snoot again. Um, as she howls in pain, go she sleep, still go sleep, go sleep. stands. Okay. Dang. I don't think I'll hit on this third one, but you never know. Maybe not 20. Yeah. Ah, no, I rolled it up. 11, 22, minus 8. Yeah, no. that's always my hope yeah. for that last roll. Perfect 20. Sadly, no. That's why, that's why the shield works. Gives you something to do with that third action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but then my feet don't work. That's true. You have to have a free hand. Feets don't fail me now. Um, <laughs> true. See, it's multiple entendre. Um, there you go. We go to her turn now. Despite the pain she's taken from others, she's still just single-mindedly focused on killing Alara. Gracious. And Grim is still in the way. It's and she weird. Just doesn't she doesn't seem to really realize that, like, she could just step around. Um, mm -hmm. So she's just going to keep going against Grim. Every right. time anybody says Alara, I think of my, I think of radiology. Ah. <laughs> as low as reasonably achievable. Yep. <laughs> so okay. Grim does That's pretty much her. Five hit you. <laughs> a uh, yeah, a twenty-five will hit. Aye aye aye. Okay. And you know what? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to shield block. Oh! Okay. I wedge my shield Alrighty. in her face. I like it. So you wedge your shield in. Um, so that's nine points of damage before the shield block. All right. So that's still four points of damage to me. Very well. So she still sinks her teeth in, also dealing some damage to your shield, I believe. Yeah. Um, Grim, I also need you to make a fortitude save. Hello! Mm. That's why I was trying to negate this. Yeah, I get that. All right. I don't want to be a really short You're, and stocky werewolf. I was about to say, you'll be like the stockiest puppy. <laughs> you're like the bulldog. Uh, get a 19. So 10 for a 19. The moment you don't know, I mean, is there yeah. like, do you start howling uncontrollably or what? You know, mm -mm -mm. So. not helpful, Ross. Yeah, the next adventure is us trying to stop Grim from eating the town. And <laughs> us. I mean, Grim, Grim hasn't actually made a recall knowledge on this, so he doesn't, like... Oh, gosh, I keep forgetting to do that. It takes like, an action. Okay, this thing bit me. Like, that's I know, probably but I had not an action good. left. I could have done it. Yeah, I'm just powering through. Chloe so, only remembered the, the silver thing. Instead, though, <laughs> she continues to press with the claws. Um, doo -doo -doo. Does a 20 hit Grim? Jeez. A 20 will not. My shield is oh, up. Hey. Very good. So in that case, I don't think that a 15 will hit Grim either. Nope. 
as her claws still just scrabble against your shield with no real effect. Yeah, my shield's about halfway to its break threshold, but it's holding. <laughs> yeah, it's still up for now. Uh, so we go from her to Clove. Uh, Clove is going to rush forward to okay. stand next to Grim. And oh, then yeah. uh, she's going to take a deep, calming breath and uh, try to non-lethally hit this girl with her silver machete. Sounds good. You mean you can't do non-lethal damage while raging? I just choose to believe I can't. <laughs> I don't it. roll great um, in that I roll a 6 for a 15. Minus 2 is a 13. A 13 does not hit your target. Alright, I'll try to hit her one more time. Yep. That's a radically different roll. Okay, hey. so that's a 19 <laughs> plus 4 because there's the minus 5 thing going on. Yeah. Um, but also there's a minus 2 so actually it's a 21. A 21 does hit your target, though. Excellent. All right. You, you get your silver stuff. And it's yep, silver. It is silver sheen. Does that non-lethal increase? Yes, the it'll still non-lethal. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I need 12 damage. Wow. I rolled your two fours. Blade, or rather, your blade slaps across her side. You slam down with quite a bit of force, but honestly, she reacts as if though you hit her much harder than you just did. Nice. Sorry. As she almost squeals with pain, yelping and holding her side, you don't think you hit her that hard. But she's Clove looks like around. Wound. But Clove, uh, I believe that is your turn. She does still stand, sadly, but Celestine. Alrighty, I'm gonna smack her. All right, she is still flanked. All right, so that's 12, so 10, so 19. With a 19, uh, you hit your flank target. I can, still do, I can still do my sneak attack even though I'm non-lethaling, right? Yes, you can. Uh, yes, you can, yes. yes. This is different from first edition. Because <laughs> in first edition, you had to have a weapon that could deal non-lethal damage. Yeah. That, uh, I do 15 points of damage. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. You slam the back of her head as she just sort of yelps once before collapsing. Oh, no, it's oh like in the Princess right. Bride where you hit with the pommel. And aye, aye, aye. We need to uh, put out these fires quickly. Yes. I'm not even sure we can. Celestine. Um, oh, I actually did forget. Uh, you do have to make a fortitude save and clove. You did as well. Uh, I roll an 18 for a 26. All right, you get a 16 total, Celestine, and yes. 26. Okay, both of you are still okay at the moment. All right, I guess I'm going to do a seek action and see if there's any water or anything that could help put out the fire stored down here. Sure. Uh, I get a 17. With a 17, uh, the barrel over here that you passed earlier is marked water. Oh. There's a water barrel. Is there a bucket? Uh, looks like it. There's a bucket. Let's There's one that. bucket nearby. Oh, my bucket. Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a good time for that. Uh, okay, yes. That's well done. All right. uh, <laughs> very droll. Okay, I see. <laughs> Celestine, you do have an action remaining. Yeah. I guess uh, 
You can approach the bucket if you wish. Yeah, I guess I'll start heading. I'll move over to the water barrel. That way I can start helping people with water when. Oh my god, I the whole basement's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Did you not notice? I was just zoomed in on where we were fighting, and then oh lord, many fires. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if we can get. That's why control. I was like, mm, we may need to leave. all of you. Try. Yeah, but we all also right. have two unconscious. Well, one semi-conscious person. Actually, to, that to is go. a good point. I will leave the token on there because I think that's important to uh, our plans. To have, yes. Yeah. I mean, if everybody else thinks that we don't have the ability to do it, the whole orphanage is probably going to go up. Yep. Yeah. I, I say we try. I say we at least try, but uh, let's bear in mind we also have people to save. Because that's what heroes do. Well, and we can always rebuild. You can't bring burnt people back. You think the Lumber Consortium is going to rebuild an orphanage? I mean, we can. We can. We've got money. <laughs> Do we have that much money? Maybe. Depends. That's not going to build a building. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on how much we need. Okay, so uh, we're still doing this by actions because the fire is still raging. Okay. So let's go on ahead and go from Celestine to Amaranth. You have a blanket. Uh, the smart thing to do would be to go dunk it in the water, but I don't have time for that. I'm going to move 30 feet to the uh, small fire um, down to the south there, okay. and I'm going to start beating it. Okay. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Why are they so <laughs> angry? There's a dog outside. Oh. Uh, you are the dog. Curse you and your family. At least I think that's um. why I can't really tell anymore. <laughs> so you head around over to the fire. Over I want to go to the smaller fire. <laughs> oh, the smaller fire. Very well. <laughs> All right. Um, so you All move right. over there and Amaranth to begin putting out the flames. You're going to need to make a, either an acrobatics or athletics check, whichever one's better for you. Acrobatics is better. Very well. I rolled a natural one. Of course you did. Four. Very well. Um, that is a critical failure. Oh, so did you just spread the fire? I just it, just Your fall right in the is fire. Currently on fire. No! <laughs> <laughs> he screams and starts stomping on it. That's you have an action remaining. I want to smother the blanket. Very well. Go on ahead and make an acrobatics check to smother the blanket. I didn't roll a natural one. <laughs> Instead, I rolled a six for a nine. <laughs> Dude, I can't do anything. Oh I can't do anything. Uh, you wow, don't Jordan. put out the blanket, but you don't spread the flames further. That's something. Um, Is it? I don't it? think it's working. Really? Oh, dear. All right. <laughs> um, Grim. Grim will rush over to the larger conflagration near Amaranth. Okay. So, and then I will, uh, 
I'll just pull the cloak off my back as an interact and do what I can to try to stamp this out. Sounds good. So, again, athletics or acrobatics? Don't crit fail. All right, we're looking at athletics. That's a 21 adjusted 14. 21, that's good. So the flames start getting smaller at the very least um, as you start putting some of them out. All right. That was it for me. Very well. Uh, from there... Oh, sorry, Grim, you still need to make a fortitude save. Ah, yes. I apologize. I forgot to do that. Oh, in that case, uh, I do well, too. That could have been useful. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect 20 for 29. <laughs> Very well. Um, yeah, the smoke doesn't even seem to bother you. I roll I a 9 for a 14. <laughs> uh, with a 14 amaranth, the smoke is starting to get to you. You are currently sickened 1. Woo! Amaranth. Grab the unconscious ones and drag them upstairs. <laughs> Will do. <coughs> he like drops the blanket. <laughs> it's on fire anyway. So. It is on fire anyway. It is. I mean, I can at least fire. I can at least trust that the ladies here probably have either athletics or acrobatics. So <laughs> it's true. Okay, so that was Grim's turn. Estrella, first, I need a fortitude save. Roll a nine for seventeen. Alright, at the moment, you're still able to keep breathing, so... Okay. So there's a flammable blank or in flames blanket by Amaranth currently. Yes. Um, can I, I guess, do I need to do a seek action, or can I see that Celestine has already gone over to a barrel of water? Celestine's gone over to the water, and I'm sure she called it, hey, there's water, and, like, okay. moved <laughs> over there, so... Alright, You can so move over by her. I Yeah, I'd like to get a bucket of water and then go douse some flames. I don't know how how many actions that's going to take me. So I need to move over to Celestine. That's action number one. Yep, you move um, over. So that's one action. You can use an interact action to pick up the, the bucket. Okay, another, is the barrel open? The barrel's open, yes. Okay. Then second action, I'm going to grab the bucket. Third action, fill the bucket. Yep, and that Mr. is all the bucket. Do at the moment. <laughs> Let's not keep singing that. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I think that was a different one. Uh... <laughs> All right. And from there, this is looking pretty bad at the moment. But let's see how it goes. Um, yeah. Uh, unconsciousness and clove. You need to make a fortitude save. Okay. Uh, a 15? Uh, 15, the smoke is about to get to you, but at the moment, you're able to kind of shake it off. Cool. Um, how heavy, how heavy is that barrel of water? Uh, it's hard to really know. Um, I mean, it's probably several bulk, but... I'm gonna go to the bucket of water. Okay. Or not the bucket, the barrel. Barrel. And uh -huh. I'm going to attempt to pick the barrel up. Very well. Please don't spill the water. Are you gonna Donkey anywhere. Kong this? I'm gonna try not to spill the water. I'm gonna. I'm just trying to see if I can pick it up. Go on ahead and make me an athletics check to pick it up. Because while you may oh. have the to do it, it's still really awkward. Let me roll a nat twenty. Oh. Um, for a twenty-eight. So wow. this barrel is currently for bulk. Um, okay. However, because of your critical success on the athletics check, I have plenty I of bulk to carry it. Okay, fair enough. You can actually, uh, it counts as only three bolt for you anyway at the moment. Because Run. you're just able to get a really good purchase on it. 
that's the I one. pick it up, and then I'm going to uh, go into the room that has the most fire. All right, I guess the room to the north? Yes, the room to the north, where the, where the biggest fire seems to be. So you can move 25 feet to there? Sounds good. And then next right. turn, I'll do other things, maybe. All right. So, um, let's see here. From there, Celestine. All right, I'm going to use an action to take the bucket mm -hmm. of water from Astrea. Mm. Okay. Uh, Astrea, I guess you're going to let her. Teamwork. Yep. Makes yeah. teamwork. All right. Um, so you're currently in Astrea's spot. Yeah. And then... I have this, Astrea. Move into the next room. Uh, let's see. There's, There's a lot of fire in here. <laughs> that was not nearly. Well, I'm trying enough. to keep a hold on this bucket, okay? What? Or this barrel. Celestia, I need a fortitude save. From What's you the well. range on throwing the water? That's 10 feet, basically. Okay. I roll a 17 for a 23. Um, a 23. It's like I'll take a minus 10 range penalty to throw this bucket of water. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to start double moving down towards the fire at the far end. To the west. Yes, so you'd be to able to move, double move over to there. Alrighty. Yep. Um, How is our visibility, here. Ross? Uh, it's not great, and it's getting worse by the moment, but at the moment, you can still see well enough to actually, you know, see around the I mean, the, the trap door is open, so some of it is getting out. Yeah, but there's more smoke yeah. than there is getting I, out. I, I know, I'm just... I, I just trying to make it seem not as bad. Australia <laughs> yeah. is probably better than all of y'all because um, she's short, shorter. She's also need another fortitude save. She's also fairly short for a humanoid. <laughs> I am exceptionally tall for half. But fairly short for humanoid. <laughs> oh, she claims. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I roll a so fourteen for a nineteen. <laughs> okay, uh, you don't get any worse, but you're not feeling any better. You are still sick in one. Great. The evidence of two foot eight doesn't add up to it, but <laughs> yeah. she does um, claim to be very tall. Poor Halfling. Poor Halfling. All right. Let me move up uh, 15 okay. feet in between Alara and uh, I'm going to just say Brittany. Brittany. Mm. You're really not sure, but I'm not sure. Assumption you're Might working. be Brittany. We don't know. Mr. Alara, can you stand? Alara looks at you. I think I can manage. Then get. Oh, sorry, then wrong run. character. <laughs> <laughs> then get. That's Hollis. Just get. 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 Suddenly, this little clove girl turns into a female Man, elf. Man, I would is, love to have Hollis here right now. Oh, character. yeah, if Hollis could solve this problem. Um, that's okay. Fair. I'm going to so, assume that uh, Lara's got it, and I'm going to grab this wolf girl and start hauling. And okay. Flee. So you grab her. Um, I'm guessing you're dragging rather than picking up because currently um, she does weigh seven bulk because she's just a super heavy humanoid because she's a giant werewolf. Well, my bulk is uh, 4.7. So no, because I can only carry 10. <laughs> yep. You can drag her, though. I will. Maybe. So it's so, what, uh, acrobatics or athletics? It is an athletics check to move her. Um DC's fairly low because she's basically just an object. Gonna, yeah, at this point she's not resisting. So I roll an eighteen. An okay. eighteen critically succeeds. Nice. Um, you can oh, move up to half your speed with her. Sweet. I move fifteen feet 
closer to the, uh, what did we say, it was trapdoor, or is it actually a... It's actually a stairway. That stairway, goes up. okay. It's a, it's a trapdoor, you know, from the, from the kitchen. <laughs> Jordan's like, there's no way I'm getting her up a ladder. <laughs> that was why I was asking. There'd be some rope but and pulleys. Get over there, and he's just like gotten all the want. kids to form a line to pull her up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what we should have done, is had the kids get buckets. I mean, you didn't know that there was fire. Down. Yeah, we didn't realize the fire was this bad. Oh wait, no. Yeah, sorry, you did know that there was. Sorry. Yes. Haha. -ha. They're all hiding in the out outhouse outside. They are. <laughs> Grim. Grim is going to attempt to put out the fire next to him. Very well. Another athletics check. It's a fifteen for twenty-two. You succeed, as at the very least, you've stopped the fire there. He's going to rush over to the next fire. Oh, uh, sorry. Fortitude save as well. Ah. It's getting harder and harder to breathe in here. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a seven for a sixteen. Uh, at this point, a sixteen does not succeed, unfortunately. <clears throat> All right. So you begin choking down on smoke. Um, you are currently sickened one. Okay. Basically, that just reduces your checks to say like put out fires yeah. by one. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna attempt to put out this other fire as I rush over here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spend a hero point to reroll that natural one. <laughs> good. Nice. good idea. Like right now, we need it. Yeah. And instead, get a 15. Now that that's adjusted because I'm sickened. So a 21. A 21 does succeed as you put out All this right. other flame. All right. It's over there, just. <coughs> yeah. Choking Quickly. quite a bit, but Astrea. Okay, so the bucket of water or the barrel of water's gone. Yep. Um, I have the bucket. has gone. Bucket. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the blanket burned up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the blanket's gone at this point. I'm um, gonna do a seek action to see if there's any other water and or bucket and or blanket I can Just use. a mug, you know? Yeah, I don't even know what our visibility is at this point. Probably better for you down at two foot eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you that are taller, though, it is starting to get harder to see. Um, pretty soon here, you're also not gonna be able to see much further than about 30 feet in front Ooh. of you. Yikes. Um... Though, right now, you can go ahead and make a seek check. Oh, did you make your fortitude save already? Uh, no. Uh, well, my, my, at least my perception check was that I rolled a 19 for a 26, and my okay. fortitude is a 14 for a 22. Okay. At the moment, you're feeling okay. Again, it's still hard to breathe, but you're not, you're, you're not choking. It's just more like you really don't like breathing in here. Yeah. Um, however... Over here, you're able to find at least another, uh, down by the stairs near where Grim is, you're able to find another blanket. Okay. Well, then I'll double move over there. Yep. That's and turn. Yeah, that is unfortunately your turn. Yeah, until someone gives the word that we're retreating, she's going to keep trying. I mean, uh, I'm retreating. Yes, yeah. But you, you're, you're flimsy. Well, you're also <laughs> carrying one of the survivors with you. Yeah, That's true. you have an important job still. Yeah, that that is important because if this doesn't go well, then you know. Um, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, Sixteen failed this round, and assuming it's maybe going up by one yeah. every round, I don't know how much longer. I don't know. We're all going to be able to last. Uh, let's see here. From there, uh, do, do, do. uh, Alara starts to move. She's somewhat shaky, but she is able to move. 
she is actually able to uh, double move up or triple move rather upstairs. Yay! Uh, okay. She does not slam the trapdoor shut behind her. That's good. good. Oh my god. I was, I was waiting for her to smack Amaranth because she wants the werewolf to die. <laughs> but, I don't think uh, she, she does though. Makes her way upstairs. Um, from there, let's see here, Clove. Okay, I have a barrel of water. Can okay. I do some sort of cool windmill move and like whooshaw the water on the fire? So yeah, you'll have to target one of the flames. Um, how this is gonna work is much like a thrown ranged attack. Okay. Um, so you're going to go in ahead and throw it. Um, I'm gonna say with the critical success you got earlier, you'll also be able to get a plus one on the attack roll just because you're holding it very well, so. Okay. Um, but you may target one of the flames. It does have a range of 10 feet, so you may also want to step slightly closer. Is there a room, another room? Uh, no, there's not. I was okay. just, I very poorly blocked that out. I so. just wanted to make sure that it wasn't <laughs> yeah. one of those things that you guys can't see that. And then, there's oh another God. room and, you and open the there's the third bogey. <laughs> like, oh, nope. And there's a fire elemental in there. Ah. <laughs> okay, second question. I don't want to use this. all the water. Can I like slosh a little bit of the water? In that case, you can. It will be an athletics check, and you are going to have to stand directly next to one of the fires. But okay. it will give you a plus two circumstance bonus to the athletics check because you're using actual water rather than like a blanket or something. Okay, I'm going to move closer to this middle fire, okay. and I'm going to slosh some water onto this big boy. Sounds good. I'm going to re-roll that with my hero point that I supposedly have. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool, cool, because that was a nat one. That would have been uh, bad. Um, let's see. I roll a nine for a 17. A 17 reduces the size of the flame. Oh, wait. I had a plus two from something, right? Yes, a plus so two. So it would have been a 19. A 19 still reduces the size of the flame, but it doesn't put it completely out. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'm then going to step... Uh, I'm gonna step a little closer to. Uh, no, I don't wanna go that way. Uh, I'm gonna go toward Big Fire Guy and stand there because I think that's all my actions. Okay. All right. Oh, I need. Did I do my fortitude save? Um, I don't recall. But if you didn't, you need to. Okay, I rolled a fourteen plus eight is a number. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> Still feeling okay. All right. All right, uh, Celestine. Oh, sorry. All right, I roll a 13 for a 19 on my fortitude save. Mm. Okay, at the moment, you're still able to breathe. Visibility is starting to cut down, though. Now All you right. can only see within 30 feet of yourself. I'm going to move 15 feet forward and okay. dump my bucket of water on this fire. Okay. Uh, you will also get a plus two circumstance Ooh. bonus to your check. It's athletics. Or acrobatics, whichever one's better for oh, you. Oh, ac acrobatics is way higher. Yeah. <laughs> so, stick, stick with what you know. So I roll a 10 for a 17, plus 2 is 19. Do yep. it the dramatic flourish. A 19 succeeds as the fire reduces in size. All right, I guess I'm going to shrug my coat off so I can start beating this fire next turn because right. the that water is an bucket got stolen. That <laughs> is know? an interact interact action to do so. Alright. So from there, uh, let's see here. Amaranth. 
All right, another uh, athletics, athletics check. Pull! <laughs> I rolled a natural three. Oh, no. Okay. Yep. What do you get total? Two. <laughs> I'm what? sickened. Seriously? Oh, He's sickened. Right. You're <laughs> unable to make any progress. That is not a critical failure, um, but you can try again. <laughs> All right. Oh, you, right did you make again. your fortitude save? Uh, no, here. That is important. I rolled a, the two for oh, a seven. Okay, we're going to have to get Amaranth out of here. You are I'm in now, danger. You are now sick in two. As it's just getting worse. It's harder for you to breathe down here. Oh, criminy. I think I think we got to call it, guys. God, I yeah. Yeah. Here. I, I rolled a five. I something a little more frantic. Hold on. Sorry, five? <laughs> five. A five. For a three. Oh. A, a three does not succeed. You can try again. No, I'm out of actions. Wait. Uh, no, I'm not. I was to, yeah, I was about to say, you have three. You only I forgot the saving is not an action. Yeah, saving's not an action. <laughs> God. Can there I we go. Action for another save. I got a 16 yes. for a 14. Uh, a 14 does pull her. It's not a critical success, but you're able to pull her 10 feet forward. All right, that'll play. So. Yeah, I guess you could have taken an action just to just like cough up your lungs and try to remove the sickening condition. Yeah, that's basically what yeah. it is, is. You can try another save, and then if you succeed, you reduce the sickening condition by one. If you critically succeed, you reduce it by two. Mm. Um. So from Amaranth Grim, fortitude safe. Visibility is also <laughs> limited. All right. So that's a. 11 for a 20. Okay. A 20 succeeds. You're not feeling better, but you're not feeling worse. I think we might need to fall back. Uh, there's a lot of fire. Retreat. <laughs> then just like gestures everyone forward. Uh, yeah, he's going to double move. Uh, up to the Arvevulf. Okay. And Keep then, fancy. yeah, then grab her and then just kind of like fireman carry her over his shoulders. All right. Uh, uh, you said seven bulk? Yes. All right. So with my armor on, that puts me at 12 and my max is 13. Woo! So <laughs> I'm under the weight, but. Yeah. Dwarf but engage. Carry her. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it is an interact action to pick her up, but you're able to do so. Up the ladder, at, or, well, up the stairs. Up the stairs, okay. Emmerth. So, we're going ahead and uh, do this. So, technically, Grim's holding her. All right. Uh, yeah, you're both together. <laughs> I'm just okay. going to put her over here. Astrea. Yeah, So, true. we're all getting out? Is that it? I think this is lost. All right. Celestine, where are you at? I'm over here. You can't okay. see her, but you can Clove? hear her. I'm coming. Okay. And then now that she's heard the two of them and knows that they're coming, she's going to... Fortitude save uh, first. Yes. Fortitude save first. Uh, that would be a 19 for a 27... Yep, that succeeds. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're much lower to the ground, so for you, it's just like, I mean, this isn't great, but, eh. 
Yeah, and then I'm going to... I like to... the paw symbol on Grim, by the way. I think mm-hmm. That's because <laughs> he has the wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got the wolf. I guess. He might be a wolf. Soon. Sure. I don't think it's a full triple move, but I want to get to, like, the top of the stairs. Because she doesn't want to leave until everybody is, like, with her. It is a full but... triple move to get to the top of the stairs. Okay. So, All right, yeah. so I'm going to triple move to get up there, and then that way I can help people get out whenever... So, all right, um, let's see here. From Astrea, we go to Clove. All right, Clove's going to dump her water onto the big fire because it's right here. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm already here. Yeah. Go on ahead and make the athletics check with the plus Um, two. I get an 11 for a 21 to dump some, some water. Okay. Just the rest of it. Yep, uh, that does reduce the size of the fire. And then... Uh, since my barrel's empty and also we're retreating, I'm going to double move toward the stairs. Okay. You still have enough visibility to be able to do so. Oh, um, let me see if I'm sick. Oh, uh, yes. I might be sick. I rolled a 15. I'm going to be sick. Yeah, you're currently sickened one as the even you are starting to feel the effects. Yeah, we tried our best. Yep. <laughs> e for so effort, everyone. at the base of the stairs with a double move. I do look at Amaranth to see if I need to maybe carry him because I've had to do that before, but he seems to still be on his feet. <laughs> He can move, it's just he doesn't look good. I'm looking cool. a little queasy. He's, he's a little mm. green around the gills. Mm. A little okay. gray around the lungs. From there, Celestine. All right, Celestine, <laughs> since she's standing right there, is going to go ahead and try to douse this little fire. I like that we're like, you know what, whatever. One fire down, I did All it. All right, so I roll a 16 for a 22 on my fortitude save. You're able to, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought that and, was the athletics. No, and then the athletics, I get a 17 on. So angelic uh, music. That does work <laughs> to put out the flame. Um, you notice that the other flame to the south is actually starting to get bigger, unfortunately, <laughs> at this point. Oh, goody. Yep. We gotta get uh, I, I'll, I, I will double move towards the <laughs> stairs, 50, 50 feet. Uh, very well. So... Fly, you fools. Yeah. Uh, at this point, visibility is down to 25 feet, but... I mean, I knew it was pretty much straight behind me, so I'll still double move. Yeah, so you can move there. Okay. Let's see here. From there, Amaranth. Oh, boy. Fortitude save. Does my second condition lower my fortitude saves? Yes. That's unfortunate. That's the- yeah, that's the problem, is that the worse it gets, the... You can cough. Well, I have to make the save first. Mm. I roll a 13, which uh-huh. is a 16 adjusted. 16 adjusted? Very well. Since it keeps affecting you, um, yeah, unfortunately, no, that doesn't succeed. You are sick in three. Um, uh, I leave. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're all going to follow suit. I heroically double move out of this place. I mean, you can triple move if you want. No, because I need one action to cough. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can make another fortitude save then if you want. Come on now. You heroically double move, shoving children down. No! Out of the building. <laughs> Dice Y. I rolled a three. <laughs> you don't get worse, but you don't feel any better. For a five. Yeah. <laughs> you make yourself sicker. <laughs> I crit fail and become sicker. 
<laughs> I don't think you actually can though. Not not for that. But, Thankfully. Uh, yeah. But if you could, yeah. Jordan would. Jordan would probably. Life true finds a way. Jordan um, finds a way. Jordan finds a way. Grim. Fortitude uh, safe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna make it this time. That's a ten for a nineteen. Uh, yeah, no, that does not. So your second condition gets worse by one, which I believe makes it two now. Yeah, and so. uh, Grim's gonna triple move, which is the equivalent of Amaranth's double move <laughs> to get up the <laughs> stairs. Yeah, you'd be able to get up to the kitchen though. So okay. Yeah. So from Grim, we go to Estrella. Um, I kind of want to delay until the other two get up there. Just so get out of here! Rose, is that you? Tess Clove, um, maybe. I'll just get out, but if they don't follow after, she's going to jump back in. Okay. So, Do I need to roll a fortitude save? Um, yes. It will be a little mm -hmm. easier because you're standing by the door, so... Okay. Yeah. You can get some fresher air. Pressure air. Uh, probably good because I think I finally failed one. Uh, I rolled a 7 for a 15. Uh, it's not that fresh, so unfortunately, yeah. no. Um, you are <laughs> certified only a little stale. <laughs> <laughs> only a little rotten. All right. And from Estrella, let's see here. Clove. Uh, Clove's going to try to. Okay, she rolls a 12 for a 20. Nope, minus one, so uh, 19. A 19 does not succeed. Ah, okay, she's going to cough a bunch, and then she's going to double move out of here. All right. Which brings us back around to Celestine. Visibility is getting worse, but you're close enough to the stairs that it shouldn't be a problem. I only get a 19 on my fortitude save. Uh, um, yeah, you're also sickened at the moment. And then I'll GTFO. <laughs> Yeah, the fire behind you is actually getting bigger, too. So. <laughs> but you're able to get out, as all of you are able to escape the building. Um, by the the orphanage goes up in frickin' flames. Hey, we tried. I mean, you did. Tried. You really did. We did um, try a lot. Yeah. By the time you get out um, and secure the children and make sure that your unconscious, or your unconscious foe, as well as Alara, are all safe, um, they... Uh, yeah, that's great, but unfortunately the building at this point looks like a total loss. How did this fire start? Uh, Clove, like, accusatorily asks uh, Alara. I, I, I was going down to make sure the chains held the child. She looks over at the wolf. I'm assuming that's Brittany. No, no, that's not Brittany. Um, oh. I've been calling her oh, so there's the more time. missing children you didn't tell us. Great. You're under arrest. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Child endangerment. Down. We don't have that authority. Citizen's arrest. Well, I I don't Jeva. believe her. I think she started the fire. No, Jeva started the fire. She knocked over a lamp and then just started throwing torches. And I tried to get away, and, and then she got me. She looks down at her arm, which is still terribly mishappen. Well, is there anything we can do for the child? Can we cure her, or is it... I mean, she's a, a werewolf. Cause? I've been trying to cure her myself for weeks now. What have you tried? 
dowsing her in silver. Um, I've been trying to find whatever herbs I can. Nobody has Belladonna around here. Well, she's already changed. What do you mean? Uh, I'm going to recall changed? knowledge to yeah, see if I know anything about her. So. Oh, uh, you roll that. I have a four modifier on nature. Yeah. Can I make I an herbalism least... check? You can make an herbalism check on Belladonna. So Okay, cool. Um, both you and uh, Amaranth note that Belladonna only works for afflicted werewolves before their first change. Otherwise, you have to actually get the curse removed. Mm. Mm. Was she always a wolf uh, werewolf? Or did she get bitten? No, there was an attack uh, uh, about a month ago. Hmm. So... Nice fire sounds. Sorry? Nice fire sounds in the background, Rick. <laughs> no, I, I was talking about Astraea. Oh. <laughs> so, Brittany did get eaten by the weird little creepy children, but you've also had a werewolf hiding in your basement. You didn't think you should ask people in town for help? Who was going to help me? The Lumber Consortium? I kind of point to us. people right here. You Who did ask you? for help, actually. I mean, we saved the town from a plague already. No, also, she asked for help. We're really good at herbalism, and like, there's a shop with a. We, we cannot herbalist? change the past at this point. Yeah. So, do we need to go speak to Laurel? Will she maybe know a way to help the girl? Oh yeah. Or maybe the least, I mean, something that can help her control her condition if we cannot reverse it. We can't really tra drag her through town like this, though. So we no. should probably camp. Yes. Yeah. You no, got the, the silver orphanage. manacles from the blacksmith, yes? And Are we close to the no-bear cave? Um, <laughs> no. It's... No, that's really far away. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> no, it's about just... a day's travel from if, here. If we camp here, yeah. we'll be warm for a while. Well, my uh, shack is not far away. I can actually <gasps> see the orphanage from it. Celestine's house. Celest Celestine's shack. Oh, whatever. Oh, boy. Is I mean, it big Celest enough for all of us? All these children? I She's mean, like, big enough a, for me no. and you. Oh. No, it's not big enough for everyone, but... But, I mean, it's some shelter. It's a dilapidated uh, lumber consortium building that they abandoned. Okay, cool. she just kind of squats in. So she'll lead the way there. At least it's shelter. Cool. Okay. But from the there... Yeah, you can bring the children with you. On the plus side, you did save all of them, beside <laughs> the ones that were already hurt before the adventure began. Well, but. sure. Hooray! Yeah. We're Yay. great heroes! <laughs> Again! Mostly! Um, but <laughs> I think we're gonna have to pick up with the ramifications of all of all this at the beginning of the next Tales from Darkmoon Vale, because I believe that is our time. It, it is! is time. Oh, oh man. So we we saved the children! We spy so fast. It does, it doesn't it? You save the children uh, from centipedes and bogeys and... A werewolf. 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 <laughs> or you saved a werewolf from itself. It's really hard to tell at this point. Welcome to Darkmoon Vale, guys. Yeah. It's right? weird. <laughs> Things are bad here. And werewolves and bogeys. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do hope that everybody had fun. Um, you know, I do hope the players had fun. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we're going to probably sign off from there unless uh, there's anything else. No? Okay. I don't think no, so. Make sure no. you turned in your Gen Con like, tickets. Yeah, turn in yep. your Gen Con tickets. Hope everyone has enjoyed Gen Con. Hope everyone has enjoyed Hit Cat. 
Let's hope everyone has enjoyed this uh, live show. Hey, and, everyone, uh, that was the devil. Yeah, that's fine. The one we talk about all the time. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I can and speak for all of us when I say thank you all for uh, for watching, for following this, for mm -hmm. following us, and for your continued support. And, and uh, These characters being will be back people. eventually. Yeah. We don't know when. Mm -hmm. But eventually. Grim, Grim might be a little hairier. We'll find out. I'm gonna rule that if you do become a werewolf, you get to keep the beard. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just Very this nice. amazing hulking, just utterly gray. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thick beard. Definitely a silverback wolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank oh, you for joining us. That bye, yes, uh, bye, path folk, and until uh, next time, good luck out there. Bye. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hollow's Last Hope is copyright 2007. Hollow's Last Hope and the Game Mastery module line are trademarks of Paizo. All Game Mastery images are property of Paizo and used with permission.